open up the app and the music appears But you don't see the hard work, blood, sweat, tears Three minute videos, days spent filming those Airports, sound check, live shows, studios, managers, promoters Labels, graphic design, there's a lifetime behind every rhyme Victory, failure, profit and the cost If we don't pass it on, then the history is lost Want an album review? Then you're paying for ads You want a half-page story? Cost you double for that And the radio's the same, gotta show them the money Cause they shelter and their listeners like bad boy Bubby Ignorance is bliss, but it isn't if you're missing the foundation That's why we had this conversation You wanna know the real deal? Here it is You're tuned in to Beers, Beats and the Beers all right, check it out. This is the Beers, Beats and the Biz podcast back in effect for another week, broadcasting live from the Shire Studios now. Right, quick before we do the recap of uh, last week's episode, last week's somewhat chaotic episode, man, i got to let you know, my man Insidious, he is working. He hasn't stopped. Even during this hiatus, man, if you follow my man at Insidious, at Inside Us on social media, you'd be seeing the fucking, um, the level of output, the level of the beats, the production, the mixing, the mastering. I mean, you want, man, you want it. This dude's got it. This dude is, uh, this is where it's at. So, man, shout out to my man Insidious, who's always holding down the boards. He recently put out his project with Hell and Earth. He's pressing wax. Man, you need anything done, get at my boy. And if you can't can't get at him direct, find us at Beers Beats the Biz on social media and we'll, we will point you in his direction. Yeah, in regards to last week's episode, man, we had the the hype twins and fuck, I mean, you know, in terms of uh, human beings, they're near unparalleled in their contributions to hip hop. Their magazine was like a, uh, a Bible to us growing up, like without fail. Like, I mean, be, and beyond that, their fucking graffiti, um, their community work, uh, the overdose store that we, you know, sort of got a bit of info on. I mean, you know, it, listen, it was an incredibly chaotic interview. And as a friend of mine pointed out to me, when you've been functioning on, you know, particular substances for 30 years and doing everything on those substances, well, those substances tend to, uh, can in turn dominate, you know, dominate life, man. And I think, you know, if these boys could get a handle on it, I mean, you can only imagine the things that could have been achieved. I mean, Hype Magazine was an empire, Overdose, all that kind of thing. You heard about the distro. They were getting distro through the States, through the UK, 15,000 copies at a time, you know, starting out at 3,000 copies with the early issues and then sort of, you know, pushing forward and moving into 15,000 presses per issue and shit. And, you know, listen, I mean, the chaos of that interview, I think, it very much mirrors the lives they've both led over the past, um, fuck, you know, let's be honest, over the past 35 years or whatever, you know, and man, we caught those dudes, we really caught those dudes um, quite candidly because Bill and Jamie, Exit and C's, Broken Boaster, they hadn't, they hadn't seen one another for 15 years, you know, like, uh, man, I, I, I thought personally, I thought, man, they must have seen one another, but once again, we were talking off mic and as the, as the, um, as the conversation developed through the um, through the conversation, you know, we found out that, yeah, no, nah, man, they hadn't seen each other in that time. And, you know, listen, if you guys, if anyone out there listening is um, suffering from any sort of drug and alcohol issues and shit like that, because, you know, like this, you know, these are fucking, these are some heavy issues. They're hard to deal with. And as stated at the, at the outset of our last episode, man, we've been gone for a long time due to some of those issues and stuff. But, you know, it's about how you harness those issues. It's about how you move forward and 
and, um, you know, moving forward in a direct and positive manner, you know, being a man, standing up, being a man, being a woman, you know, standing up and owning up to those things. And, you know, I really feel for those brothers, man. I hope they can sort of get it together because they definitely, they, they created something, you know, once again, I'll use the word unparalleled, like largely and unparalleled prior to them, maybe only blaze, um, blaze with, um, fucking vapors and shit like that and then post them maybe casino with blitzkrieg and that but what the hype twins did with hype magazine they took they took um australian graffiti and hip-hop culture to the globe like they really did and you know let's let's um celebrate them for for those um for those achievements man you know like you know once again i can only sort of go back to the chaos of the interview because it was crazy man it was all over the shop and it really did center around drug use you know a lot of it so you know, I fucking, man, I hope, you know, I hope for a lot of things for the future, you know, for those guys. And I hope they can sort of, you know, maybe at some point overcome some of the issues, you know, that they've faced. But, you know, once again, it, fuck, we made it happen, man. Biz Beats and the Biz made it happen. You know, a lot of people that I'd spoken to about getting the Hype Twins on always said to me, oh, man, you might be able to get one or the other, but you'll never fucking get them both. And guess what? We got them both. <laughs> and we got them both for the first time in 15 years. Like, it was a candid conversation. And you heard it all, man. You heard it all. They were more than open. And you know, I, th I suppose in some way that's, um, you know, some sort of inspiration for all of us, myself included, in, t in regards to substance abuse and all that kind of shit because it's something I certainly battle, you know, like something I'm trying to get a um, get a greater hand on, you know, than probably what those two brothers have been sort of, <laughs> you know, dealing with. But in the grand scheme of things, man, yeah, it is what it is. But, you know, once again, big shouts to the fucking Hype Twins. Um, go back to that episode man fucking witness the chaos for yourself get through it because there is jewels in that episode man and once again their contributions are just fucking unlike anything else now moving on from last week's episode um man we're up for a people's choice award at the australian uh, what is it the australian podcast awards they're decided on or actually they're announced on november the 21st so you can go to their website you can go to the australian what is it the australian podcast awards website and you can go to the people's choice Awards, scroll down, search Beers Beats, and we'll come up and you can give us a vote and uh, get us over the line, man. It's pretty crazy. It's a pretty sort of, um, it looks fucking largely rigged, as we were saying off air, doesn't it, Trav? So, you know, like we're not entirely. Um, yeah, piss poor might be the um, the the correct um, phrasing in regards to it. But listen, anything is fucking you know sort of any nod is a fucking is a good nod, you know, <laughs> unless it's fucking heroin, of course. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> no no pun intended, but you know, and um, yeah. But fuck, listen, man, like like fucking what else we got to talk about here? Shout out to our Patreon members. Um, Fucking everyone doing their thing, everyone supporting us. You can find us at Beers Beats the Biz, uh, Beers Beats the Biz on Patreon. You can find us at Beers Beats the Biz on social media, Facebook, Instagram, all that sort of shit. And we have shirts on the way, but you're going to hear more of that, more about that via our social media real soon. You'll hear about that on here too. But listen, man, I waffle on and fucking on. What I really want to do is get to this week's guest because, um, man, I'm super excited to, to have my friend on. This is a good friend of mine. He reached out to me, you know recently when I was going through some issues of my own he's had me on his platform he started the issues uh, uh the issues um 
what is it like Instagram fucking Instagram live thing where he runs a fortnightly thing talking to every yeah, yeah talking to people around the globe about sneaker culture clothing all that kind of thing this man's been featured in a Vice article in regards to soccer hooliganism and casual culture um, he's been involved in the Melbourne music scene for a long time he's a fucking great dude a good dude man he put out his own music Wog's, Wog's doing grime you know like I'm Broken Tooth Entertainment without further ado let me invite my man Hosper the Horrible aka Hoss Flair Hoss how are you, bro? Thank you very much. I'm good. I'm good. How are you, fellas? All right? Yeah, man. Yeah, doing, 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 fucking, doing pretty well, dude. Like feeling a bit under under the weather at the moment. Had a bit of a fucking um, <laughs> big last mm. week or so with the Melbourne Cup and all that kind of shit. But yeah. <laughs> you know, getting on top of things, man. But speaking of fucking Melbourne, bro, how you survive? <laughs> how you surviving down there, man? Well, it's eased up now, you know what I mean? In regards uh, to the COVID and all that? Is, heaps, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it was hectic here, man. Like, um, yeah. I remember once, like, when it started, then it was hectic, and then uh, it, it eased up for a little bit, and then the second wave came hard, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, um, you know, Deb and Annie copped at the worst, you know what I mean? Like, because they couldn't go nowhere. Me, I, I was a central worker, so yeah. I still got to see but they, you know, the only time they spent apart was if they went to the toilet or have a shower, you know. Like, so your missus and your um, your missus and daughter and stuff stuck at home for what the past fucking what three or four months now? I was uh, all up seven. Fuck off, I man! Think. For real? Yeah, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, and then on the second wave, like people were freaking out, but Brooklyn was one of the places. They got locked down two weeks before yeah, the second yeah. wave got locked down. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, yeah. So it's, it's been hectic, man. It's a lot of pressure on on a lot of people. You know, a lot of people committed suicide. Yeah, I'm pretty dude. sure, and a lot of you know. But Melbourne's it's opening up again. You know, like it's, it's opening up, which is good. You know. Yeah, like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, like man. we got to go to Kmart the other day. You know what I'm saying? It was like <laughs> a big. That was a big. That was a big thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I believe like, it. Even JB Hive. Why, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, a big thing. Like, we always used to go every weekend there, you know, and then you yeah. can't do that. You can't go movies, you can't do nothing, you know, and now it's it's slowly opening. Like, me and Dave, like, we didn't even get to uh, celebrate our 10-year anniversary. And uh, we, yeah. we, we went to dinner the other night, and, like, I was telling you, I was, like, during the day, I was, I was we were both nervous because it was, like, it had been so long, like, yeah. over seven months. You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to talk about? You look like COVID. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's yeah, no, that's like, it. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. But it's 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 opening up. I think people are getting less stressed, and you know, like she's going back tomorrow to work to uh, for for the new ticketing systems and stuff like that. You know, so she's a little bit she's nervous to go back for that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they, they haven't seen no one. Man. It's been hectic. It's been it's been it's been it's been hectic. You know what I mean? Like I was lucky enough to be a central worker and stuff, and she was lucky enough that she could work at home. But then trying to work at home, I did it like two days, I think, or something like that. Homeschooling, man, like it's it's wild, bro. Oh, bro, and you got to. I don't know how they done it. I, I, I never got a mention from the premier ever once. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what about all the mums and that doing that? You know what I mean? Like they didn't get nothing. No. 
Dude, this is the you thing. Know, this internet, internet, and uh, you know what I mean, like Man. no internet, or, or what about the power bills, and you know what I'm saying, like yeah, all that yeah. shit, you know, the stress, like you know, it's, it was crazy, man. Oh, it's bro, crazy. but the, now it's 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 getting better, you know. And the and and as you were saying, like with the suicides and all that sort of shit, man, just the toll it takes on, I suppose, relationships, and then beyond that, the children within mm. those relationships that are stuck at home, man. Like you know, like yeah. uh, like fuck, man, I didn't realize it was fucking seven months. Excuse me, and excuse me to all them, all you know, all mm. our fucking Victorian listeners and all that sort of shit, man. Like, because, you know, we copped it up here, but fucking nothing like yeah. what you did. I mean, that second nah. wave, like, what did you open up? Like, we used yeah. lockdown for, what, a few months nah, and it then? It was on stage. It was on stage. Uh, so I'll, I'll have to ask, Dave. It was on stage at the start from April, I think it was, when it first started on March, April, I don't know. Jesus. And then it went, it went for a bit, and then for two weeks, for two weeks, the kids went back to school or That's whatever, right. and then bang. Yeah. It was all over, you know what I mean? And then it was stage four and, you know, it was – but he made sure he got all the AFL players out. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> you know yeah what I mean? Real, man. Before, you know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah, know, man. all that shit, you know what I mean? Like, it's been like, you know. Dude, those cunts were – It's, it's hectic. It's, it's a – it's a hectic time. They were living it up, man. Yeah, like, bro. You know those cunts were making news up here. Like, you know, no one can get across the border, but fucking whoever, I can't remember, was it Hawthorne or something like that or Geelong? They were on the Gold Coast <laughs> strip clubs and shit getting into punch-ons out the front. Like, yeah, know, yeah. No one else yeah. can fucking get yeah, around, but. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's some fucking shit, it's, dude. It's been it's been a it's been an emotional ride, you know. Yeah, 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 absolutely, man. How did you um like you know any tips like you know how we, how did you guys deal with it, man? Like how were you dealing with it personally? It was it was hectic, man. Did you, did you like get out the house? Like, like what the fuck do you do? It was a lot of pressure. Nah, you can't get you can't you can't do nothing. You know nah. what I mean? Like I'm lucky. Like, in one way, lucky with parents and and older, and you know what yeah. I mean? Like. Like imagine you were like young, like we were having a laugh one day, Deb and that. It's like, like imagine we were young, like back in the days and that, you know, yeah. trying to go somewhere for a mix or yeah. something. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, imagine yeah. the straight, like you're trying to get like, it's it's almost you'd have to do like a covert operation, like to not get seen. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like my mum would have been skitting, like where are you going? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, for real. Like, what are, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, it, it was hectic. Like, I don't know. Like, it was there was a lot of pressure, man. Like, in, you know, it put pressure on a lot of households. Oh, dude. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, and fucking. I'm like, like, I'll be real with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is real. Like, you know, it's, it it did put a lot of pressure, man, on the house. You know, and they 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 like I said, they copped it worse than me because. They didn't get to go nowhere. No. I got to go to work every day. And I mean, I didn't grow up with these people, but still, it was different people that you can go and see. Well, that's it, Deb's man. family. Yeah, exactly. Lives far. You exactly. Know what I mean? So they couldn't see, like, you know. And when yeah. it did ease up, it was for Annie's birthday. We got to see everyone for once. And then that was it. That know? was it. So Fucking hell, yeah. That's why this weekend, I'm, I'm, I'll postpone my episode so we can go see her younger sister, my sister-in-law and, and my brother-in-law, you know. Oh, dude, that's fucking – that's dope, dude. Oh, it's good to hear you guys are getting out, man. And, you know, like fucking shouts to everyone in Melbourne. But, like, man, and you just said it, dude. You post weeks – like, you know, you've been running – fuck, how many episodes deep now are you with the issues? Um, uh, I think 43. Fuck, 43 episodes. Holy fuck, man. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. What was the um, – yeah. what, what, what was sort of the inspiration behind that, dude? What, what was the thinking going into All that? All right. What was uh, – uh, I used to watch. I used to watch uh, um, sneak peeks and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. where this dude, like you know, they're obviously sponsored. You know, the hype sponsored uh, shoes show. 
or whatever and stuff. And then there was this one dude, George, I think his name was George Kill or something like that. I don't know. He used to do sneak peeks and yeah. he used to go to the people's houses, like Perfect Pair and the Mayor, you know, yeah. and all them. In, <clears throat> and um, like NBA players, whatever, you know, you know like a lot of, lot, of, lot of people, you know. Yep, yep. And then one day I was, I was sitting there and I was with Annie and I don't know where Deb was. Deb was out. I think she was at a friend's house. And um, I sat there and I thought, oh, my God, no one does it here. No yeah. one's ever done it here, you know. Yeah. So then I put a post up and I'd never gone live before, right. And yeah. uh, I put a post up and, uh, and then at 7.15, I'm gonna go live and talk about sneakers, right? Yeah. And I thought first, first it took me when it, when it was it was like twelve past seven, and I'm thinking, oh, I just jerried to myself. I had no idea how to go live on Insta. I got no clue, man, for technology, right? <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, so then I was I started sweating, man. I'm thinking, these people like you know. And then I went live. I started going live, and then obviously you have to wait, and then it comes up like people start, and uh, but I didn't know how to save it, you know. And then um. Uh, people started coming on, you know, everyone started coming on, you know, it was like yeah. everyone, man. Yeah. And then um, I just started talking about sneakers and I just started talking about shoes. And that's when I come up with the name on that first episode. It starts from episode two on, on YouTube and stuff. What was the idea behind the name? So, you know, yeah. Dude, you're breaking up yeah. hard. You there? Oh, can you? Do you want me to take my headphones out? I'm just talking to them. No, 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 no. no. Probably better with headphones in, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. You're coming through yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll hold it here. Is is that good? Yeah, that's good, right? That's real. Like good. that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I just thought of the name just like that, man. At the end of the show, and he, and yeah. he jumped in. You know what I mean? And it was good, man. And then uh, someone, I think Muscles, Mister Muscles, told me after it, he messaged me. He goes, "You got to keep on doing it," you know? Yeah. And at the at the start, as you can see, like if you watch the first few episodes, it's just me showing stuff yeah, and my, yeah. my stuff and Dev stuff. Annie will come in; she'll start she'll show some stuff. And then um, people started messaging me uh, uh, saying, "Oh, you got know, uh, Zach Days and uh, Scott Chris. I'm pretty sure his name is the blocks man. He was officially." For ten minutes at the end of the show, and then I was like, as gradually the people come on, I thought oh, you can't. Well, why have an episode with a guest when the whole show's not on them? Yes, you know what I mean. Like yep. instead of, you know, and then that's when and that's when it started to keep on going. And then like through through that time, uh, I showed my friend Kelly Vegas, and um, I go, he's he's from DC originally, lives in Atlanta, and um. I said, oh, would you ever – I go, this is my show. And he goes, oh, man, I love that because he hates all that hype shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, he hates – yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, and then he did Retro, retro Talk Forum with uh, Black and Hop, you know, and that's the shout-out to them. That's a cool uh, forum uh, on the, on YouTube. They go live. And he did that interview, and then after he did that, he goes, all right, no more effing around. He goes, let's do it. And then, and then from, I think, Callie's episode, that's when the international – Guests started coming. That's when the Fur King messaged me straight after the episode, and he goes, "Hey man, I'm the Fur King." He goes from New Jersey, and you know, I want to be on your show. Like, you need to get me on your show, you know. And I was like, "Really?" I go, "You want to do it?" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah." And then like, that's how I met Franklin, the King of Trainers, and I met a lot of people. You know what I mean? So, but that, that's just why I started it. I started it because no one was doing it here. Like, yeah, exactly. well, I'm, I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I go, "How come people can't flex their stuff here?" And yeah, I wanted to make it humble, like like anyone can, 
be on my show as long as you're not a dickhead. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, hundred percent, man, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, no one wants to sit there and watch the You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like no one. Yeah. But you are, so ca- you can, but you know. dude, you are catering to like something that largely isn't out there in Australia. You know, like nah. there isn't anyone really catering to fucking. Well, I mean, there is. There's various blogs and things like that. But oh yeah, yeah, like that sneaker freaker magazine yeah, or whatever. Dude, but, I mean, there's plenty. There's plenty of international <clears throat> shit that you can go look at. Obviously, man. Hundred like, you know. percent. Yeah, but they, even Kelly and all them say like, you know, he says I'm the voice of it here. You know, but I just don't have. Like, you know, I've got like 2,000 some followers, you know. Yeah. you got to be like, you know, they believe hype sales, you know what I mean? Oh, like, fucking as a, far, man. That's yeah, what it's all but, about. Like, I, you know, I had Thurston Howell on my show, you know what I mean? Like, you had Thurston Howell on there? Yeah. Fuck off, really? Yeah, oh, you didn't know? Nah, dude, I didn't know you had Thurston Howell on there. Fuck. Oh, well, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, that's, yeah, I had him. When I was had, that? Oh, so, i got to go back. Uh, Why I back? was, um... Oh, I can't remember when. Like I was, I was off work. Like, see that that took. A, I remember I messaged him once a couple of years back, and I bought something online, and I was like, oh, I told my man Marine, and he goes, message him. He goes on Instagram, he'll message you back. He goes if there's a problem, and within 20 minutes, <laughs> right, his tech guy, he goes, don't worry, man. He goes, my tech guy will hook you up, and he did, and he no fixed shit. it, and then and then from then I seen him in a photo in a high goon shirt, you know, drinking a forty and that. Oh, and then, dude, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah for real. Yeah. And I go, I go, I'm in high goons, you know. He goes, oh, really, you know. And then I, was, I just kept on showing him stuff here and there, and then uh, I messaged him once, and I go, look, I do this show, you know, and. Uh, you know, I was like, you know, you want to come on and talk about, you know, hip hop and you know, all that polo and stuff. And then he goes, he goes, check, he goes, he goes, hit me up in July. Yeah, yeah. And then I was sitting there. It was the morning, and I seen he was online. And then I messaged him, and I said, look, man, I'm, I sent him a few episodes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, and um. Yeah, give him some idea of what you, you know, what you're trying to get him to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um. I sent him the less podcast that I was on as well, you know, and he goes, yeah. that's cool, you know, and I said, look, I'm not involved. I just don't when you think I'm, you know what I mean, some bunny or nothing. I sent him the Vice magazine thing yes, and he yeah. was tripping out on it, you know, yeah. and he goes, what are you doing now? And I was like, nothing. I go, what's the time there? And it was in the morning, you know, yeah. and that's why there was no advert for nothing. Like, that's why I'm wearing, I was wearing like just an old T-shirt, normal T-shirt, you know, <laughs> I had no hat on, nothing, you know what I mean? And yeah. I go, oh, do you want to go now? And he goes, yeah, he goes, let's do it. He goes, I'll wait, I'll make a coffee and I'll wait for you. And then that was it, man. We started talking. and, and No shit. That was, yeah, and, it, and, it, and that was the best. I was quite starstruck. You can see in the episode I'm quite, like, starstruck. From oh, it, can I? But he, yeah, he, i got to go, th- he, go through was, him and find it. What did he What did he pull out? Did he pull out just some fucking – No, 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 no. We didn't pull out nothing. He no? just we, we just spoke about uh, – because he was he, – he's seen the birth of hip-hop, really, like, you know oh, what exactly. I mean, like when he grew up and – and uh, it was mad just to hear his story and stuff. And then from there, um, and he's like, he's like a Brownsville dude from flow. Marcus Garvey, you know, like fuck, man, yeah, yeah. crazy stories. That and can't then, fucking aim. Yeah, and then uh, the next dude, Prince Low from Jiggy, you know. Oh, and, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. being there, rock that podcast. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, being there, rock that. Yeah, yeah. And Cali Vegas, like, so he put he put up a photo, and then Cali Vegas tagged me in the photo. And he said, "You need to get with this dude." Yeah. He goes, "You need, you need pranks because they're they're friends, you know." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, I messaged him, and he said, "Yep, hundred percent." He goes, "Hey, it's my birthday next Friday here in New York." He goes, "Can I do it on my birthday?" I'm like, "Hundred percent." I got no doubt, you know. So then we did it from there, and then Prince Low he told me um. 
he hooked me up with um, Elder Sensei from Artifact. He was on word. the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he said, he goes, man, he goes, the way Prince, he goes, if you're down, he goes, the way Prince said, he goes, he goes, I'm, I'm definitely on the show. He goes, 100 percent, you know. Yeah. So I've like, you know, and then the, like I was saying, Fur King, I had the Sergio shoe design on there, Liz as well. Fuck, I saw and, that. Uh, yeah, that's a lot, right. A lot of. A lot of people. That's who gave me the tracksuit. You know, Cali Vegas. It's like Cali Vegas, man. He told me um, he, he, one day he's like, oh, what's your shoe size, you know? And I'm like, why? He goes, I want to get Sergio to send you a pair of Young Lines, the new Young Lines, because they uh, borrowed his shoe from the 80s to, to, to remake it, you know? Yeah, and then, yeah, uh, yeah. I was like, for, for real? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, it was good, man. But I owe it all. Like everything, all my success, man, from – like you remember me, man. I used to be hectic, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, 100%. Be- <laughs> Hard, you know what I'm saying? Like, 100%. I, I owe all, all my achievements as I got older, I owe to one person, and that's Deborah. You know what I'm saying? Because she saved my life, man. Like, yeah. that was it. Yeah. You, like, that was like, yeah. And that was before then, like, even my, when I, I'll call him Noel, as I call him in the in, in, in Casual Fridays. Like, yeah. I won't say his real name. Yeah. But, um, you know, she told she rang me one day and she goes, man, you ring him. And then that's how the football thing. And uh, yeah, but that's how I started the show. Sorry, I was rambling on there, but Not I, I all, thought you knew Thurston was on there and stuff. But I've had heaps of people, man, like even normal, like like collectors, my man from Boston, you exactly. know what I mean? Like, oh, heaps of dudes, man, just heaps, heaps, heaps of cool people, you know. And I've had, I had like the sneaker queen on Julia last week. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Kelly told me, he goes, you got to get more females because they don't get a, a voice, you That's know what exactly I mean, it, in, in shoes. Yeah, you know what I mean? And then like, oh, you know, I guess, and I want to shout out, first of all, a shout out brains that send me stuff like Burn, you know, my yeah. man from Burn. And, yeah, uh, big shout and, out to uh, SUD, SUD Casuals, man from Wanderai, All Stations Clothing, you know what I mean? Clear Cut, they, they were the first ones to send me stuff. And yeah. I, I didn't even, I, see, I didn't even ask. No one for any of these click cards. They were like, they always watch my show, and then they were like, "Hey man, we want to send you some stuff," you know. And I was like, "For real, you know?" And like, yes, yeah, so I'm getting, you know, it's cool, man. You know, I'm getting clothes now. You know, I know I support brands, the local brands. You know what I mean? That's like, it, bro. That's it. That's yeah, it. yeah. It's not about just talking to the fucking like you know to the to the uh, US dudes, man. You're talking to everyone on there, man. Exactly right. And just you know, just talking yeah. that talk, talking that culture, talking that you know, talking that fucking clothing talk, all that sort of shit, man. But like, where does this shit sort of begin, Hoss? You know, like we'll get back to your shoes and all that sort of thing. But like, <coughs> you know, fucking the hip, everything, the hip hop, man. man begin, like, where do you the- develop your sense of style, bro? Because you, like, you know, like you said, like when I first met you, man. Yeah, you're definitely a hectic cunt, but you were fucking like just good. Like a good cunt too, man. You always knew that you were a yeah, good yeah. cunt, but like just the style, like this motherfucker. I remember the first time coming down to Melbourne. I think you know you with like Bonesy and Taunts and all the boys yes, like that, and like yeah. man, this motherfucker just you know like yeah, he just rocked <laughs> his own steez from day dot. You know, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like I bought even like for, for, even my area here, like you know, it's multicultural. My area where I grew up off Black and stuff, like, and like not Altona North, not Altona. It's, <laughs> that, that's, that's, you know what I'm saying it's like you know it's different man yeah and um like I brought so many styles to my area man like even the even the hip hop here like I never you gotta understand I grew up a walk yeah 
And, uh, you know, I used to go, like, I mean, I used to be boy and I used to be a muzzer by night in nightclub. And, you know, what I mean, yep. my cousin took me when I was 17, first time to an overage nightclub. It's called the Warehouse Nightclub, man. Yeah. And everyone knows at my age, you know, it's, it had a dance floor like uh, Saturday Night Fever, bro. <laughs> the whole thing was, it was identical to it. Like, it like, I shit my pants when I walked in there, man. I was like, wow. Like, this is, you know, <laughs> yeah, you, you know what I mean? Like, and when I was young, I had this older cousin. Well, this still my older cousin had this older cousin cousin a Goran <laughs> from sydney yeah yeah and uh he's older than me and his parents they, they worked hard you know what i'm saying and uh he had everything man like i mean like flights flight suits doing do, you know what i mean like yeah. he had it man you know what i mean but they work hard for their dollar you know what i'm 100%. saying like you know like like they busted their, their fingers to the bones you know what i mean like because um, you had to, dude, you had to in that era, man, like to have fucking Jordans on your feet, like as those, yeah, when those they, shoes dropped, man, they weren't fucking, I mean, they're not cheap shoes today, bro, nah. but like back then, man, like fucking, you know, paying a hundred and fucking something bucks, 150 bucks for a pair of yeah. fucking basketball and boots. They used, was, to, they used to get them from the States, man. They used to go on holidays and stuff. And my yeah. first pair of Nikes was uh, a pair of high tops from Hawaii, they brought them back. Shit. And then they were, they were half a size too small, so they didn't last long because yeah. my big toe popped out. <laughs> Of one of them. You need to take the inner sole out, bro. Take the inner nah, sole yeah. out. Get half a size more on it. Then, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we, we never, like, when I was young, man, like, you don't I was in grade shit. five, yeah. 88, it would have been 1988, and that's when I first heard Ice T. And yep. then he brought it, he brought me Ice T over mm. and he used to let me dub the tapes and my sister would dub them for me and stuff or he'll give me uh you know uh, original cassettes like ll you know what i mean yeah. like radio bad you know yeah. and Classics. then it was ice if it was it was ice tea and ll run dmc and stuff and but mostly ice tea i've like that was it for me you yeah. know what i mean then public enemy and then that's how you know when I, like i dealt with a lot of racism when i was a kid you know yeah, i used to absolutely. get spat on and everything you know what i'm saying and then uh so i could i could relate sort of and then when i was older like I found out more about it, you know what I mean? And then that's why I got Aboriginal friends just out of that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because then they'll hear, like, what used to happen to me, and they'll be like, fuck, man, you might as well be, <laughs> yeah. you must be one of us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. like, you, yeah. you know, like I, they could relate, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then, uh, know, but I, I, that's how I grew a love hip hop and breaking, you know what I mean? Like, breaking, it was just like, and my parents were strict. I grew up in a strict house, I'll be real, you know, I was hardly allowed to go out or. You know what I mean? Especially as a young kid, you know, and uh, and because of what happened, and then you know, um, so I used to, I, I used to have to teach myself. You yeah. know what I mean? I had all the cousin here that lived around the corner and stuff like that. They had some fly shit and that, and they were hectic. But there was all hectic people in my area, all the area, the people in the area. You know what I'm saying? They had Tiranas and that, all the all the tough dudes and that. You know what I mean? Like they had like Tories and you know Statesmen's GTs and all like you know what I mean? Like yeah, they were hectic. Like, they only, yeah, and and they would listen to more like uh, heavy metal or you know what I mean, like sure. hard heavy metal or, or, or Iron Maiden and stuff like that. You know, that was yeah. more like that. And if they did listen to rap, it would just be like Ice T, yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. or N.W.A. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there was no like you know, people didn't know about you know uh, Boogie Down Productions or, or no, nah, the cunts were only scratching yeah, the surface yeah. with it, man. They're only hearing what was you know yeah yeah. Exactly. yeah. And I, I <laughs> the way I found out is like when Checker. Hold on, mate. Hold on. Hold on. You're breaking up. You there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now, man. Sorry, you have to repeat yeah. that, bro. Oh, and then that's how that's how I found about um, ultramagnetics and, and groups like that, Stetsasonic and stuff, Ooh. and yeah. you know, and stuff like. And then, uh, like, <clears throat> like I said, we uh, working class grew up. You know what I mean? 
And uh, when I hit high school, uh, there was a lot of kids from other areas like Williamstown, whatever. You know, their parents had a bit of cash. They had the pumps on, whatever, this and that. And they thought they were... I thought that was shit or whatever, you know what I mean? Dude, but, how uh, the fuck, man, how the Reebok pumps back in the day, bro? Wasn't that a, that was a fucking shoe, man? <laughs> like, seriously, cunts don't. That was a shoe, yeah. Man, cunts don't fucking, like, I know cunts don't rate, like, cunts don't really even rate Reebok today. Like, they don't really have it like that. Yeah. But, like, the fucking pump back in the day, man, holy shit. Oh, like, that, dude, that was it was sick, man. Yeah, it was next level, man. It was like, dude, it was like yeah, the first yeah. time, you know, I think I spoke about, we spoke about it when I was on your show, man. Like, when you saw the fucking, you know, like the Jordan 4 or the Air Max 87 or something like that. Like when you first saw the inner workings of a sneaker, like an mm. air sole and shit like that, like yeah. the Reebok yeah. pump was no different, man. It was just kind of revolutionary oh, to young kids, man, to our generation, yeah. you know? Unbelievable. Yeah, the energy return system, you know? Yeah, and then bro. I had to deal with that. And then I met this dude, Fred Yahya, this Lebanese dude, and uh, he introduced me to this other Egyptian dude, Mega. And they were in a year above me. And then Mega used to live in the flats. And then I, my other mate, Dennis and Rob, you know, they were Serbs. And uh, they went to graph and you know more dinners and that, um, but um, all hip hop and stuff and uh, like I used to break and stuff and then Fred's like I'll come before school where Mega men like we used to go to Mega's house and uh, you know eat cocoa pops and they'll do their dance routines, <laughs> like you know what I mean, kid and play style dancing and that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Like real, when it was real. not breaking, you know. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, man, people used to call me like I mean I had fake Halo gears on once. I didn't know they were fake. You know what I mean? And I was <laughs> like I got this hard. Yeah, I got this hard. So then I stuck. Yeah. And then I got Reebok Urs, you know, my parents saved up and they got me Reebok Urs. But then, um, you, remember you know, I remember once year seven, yeah, uh, like there was a party, you know, you have a party at the end of the year of in course. the classroom. Yeah, yeah. And they put on some music or whatever like that. And then it was carpet, man. And then, you know, I, I got up and I started doing some footwork, whatever. And then I hit the floor and, and you know, I went to do the, the windmill, you know, the helicopter. And I, I got a few times around and then I just got stuck because it was the carpet, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I got up. <laughs> And I got up, you know, and I was thinking, yeah, you know, like I, I killed, killed that, that yeah. yeah. And then yeah. everyone just looked at me like I was whack. Like they were like, what the, what the hell is that? Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, what's that, man? That's not around, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's yeah. what I, you know, so it was always like that, you know. Like, I, yeah, it was funny, man. It was funny. But I had, you know, I loved, that's how I loved hip hop, man. What year I always have, loved it. What year would that have been? That was 1991. Yeah, that's it, man. I was in year seven. I was in year seven, 91. And then by the time I got, the schools changed, you know what I mean? And like I said, man, a lot of people, like, and then I I jerried at the end of the day, like, they were trying to, a few people used to call me a tryhard. It's like, but then when I thought about it, I was like, you're the tryhard, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can rack stuff. You can't. Like, your parents buy it for you. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, come on, man. Like, you know, like, take it easy. But I never said nothing, you know, like, I was funny always, you know, but I had a lot of issues. Which made me funny, you know. Yeah, I remember, you. yeah, you know. I remember Deb told me once. She goes, "A lot of the funniest people have had some fucked up shit happen." You know what I mean? And I think it was a lot of the stuff when I was a kid, the racism stuff like that. And, and uh, you know, so I, I project myself as funny. You know what I'm saying? Dude, and you have time- to, bro. And you and you have to come from some sort of like, honestly, man. I really think like a lot of, um, you know, a lot of humor and shit like that is born out of either disadvantage or it can be born out of race. It can be born out of very like 
various disadvantages, man. You know, like various societal fucking structures that we function within that keep us down or fucking elevate us. But largely, man, the most humorous people do come from fucking that kind of upbringing, man. Man, like, because, you know, you've had had, uh, a journey unique to you, you know, specifically growing up in a fucking, you know, in a very working class Mm. environment or a low income environment, shit like that without fail, man. Yeah, man. Like, my parents were strict. My sister was strict. Like, I had to wear certain clothes. Like, I couldn't have my hairstyle a certain way, but music they never cared about. As long as I listened to Massa music, my parents didn't care what I listened to. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then, like, when I got in year nine and then I met these other dudes and then they were into, like, more metal. So then, you know, I was pumping that more as well because I was like, I wasn't feeling hip-hop that much. There was nothing pumping really, you know, except for yeah. Ice-T for me and stuff like that. And then the public enemy was sort of like, oh, I wasn't liking what – after a few of a Black Planet, I was like, nah, I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, they're my top albums before that, and from the first to that, you know? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then, um, oh, sorry, Apocalypse 91. Bro, and, um, man, I was about to know, say, Apo- then, Apocalypse 91, man, I fucking, I still fuck with it. Man, that was I, sick. Sorry, I forgot about that, you know? Nah, but, um, but I yeah, even, yeah, I, I just. The Bomb Squad production on Apocalypse 91, man, is fucking phenomenal. Then beyond that, man, like, I even fucked to a degree with music in our message. Like, it had Give It Up and all that yeah, sort of oh, shit that on was it. Like, right. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah but it wasn't. Right. It was by that stage, you know, like, fucking everything else was kind of, you know, you had fucking Nas, you had Snoop, you had fucking B, you know, you had all these other groups yeah, kind yeah. of coming through that almost swept swept Public Enemy aside. In the same way that yeah, Public yeah. Enemy kind of swept fucking, you know, Run DMC and the Treacherous Three and all exactly. those kind of groups aside, you know. Like, exactly. it was just that like, generational Nas- Move, sick, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like even Fat Joe's first album in '93 when it came out. You oh, know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. And then like a lot of people in my area years later, like that was like, you know, I brought the cassette tape from that Bonesy had and to this house. You know, I was there for a mix, and they were younger. And they they knew that Fat Joe from some pop song that he made. And I was like, nah, man, he's been rapping for for years, you know. And they're yeah, like, what are you yeah. talking about? And I go, well, I'll bring an album. And then I was like, I was like, I was in Year Nine when this came out. And they were like, wow, I wasn't even born. One of them wasn't even born, like, <laughs> <laughs> dude. You know what I'm saying? They were born in '91 or whatever, you know. And I was, Bro. Like, I was just laughing, you know what I mean? Like I go, nah, nah, you know what I mean? But then I was, yeah, yeah, I was pumping metal and whatever. And then the school, I went back to another school, skateboarding and that, you know, a bit of punk rock. I, I've listened to a lot. I listen to a lot of even country music, man. You know what I mean? Waylon Jennings, I'll listen to, you know, and, you know. Man, it's only, man, bro, there's only two forms of music good music and bad music. But, like, how, how, like how much of an, well, obviously it had a massive impact, but, you know, growing up, you grew up Macedonian, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With, like a religious, you were saying before, you know, quite a strict family. Was it a religious family? Like, you no, know? My, my, my parents only went to church when it was like so supposed to go. Yeah. You yeah, know, like on yeah. the Christmases and the Easters and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it wasn't really shoved down my front. Like, I'm orthodox, you know what I mean? It wasn't really shoved down. Like, my, because they didn't go. They didn't go every week or nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, strict as in, you know, I, man. <laughs> yeah. I'll get, get in trouble, mate. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. It was, like, it was hectic. But yeah, then yeah. They, in that way, it backfired sort of because once I figured out how to get freedom and stuff or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, then it went AWOL from there. Like, exactly. You know what dude. I mean? Then they had no control. Yeah. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah that's it, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I could take the beating or I could, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, but uh, hip hop, man, I, I love, I love, love it, man. That's it, sick, bro. You know, I love, 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 love a lot of stuff, man. Oasis, you know what I mean? Like everything, you know. Like, and did you grow up? But, like, did you grow up around like you know being Macedonian and stuff? You grew grew up around soccer culture, like you know, was that sort of oh, yeah, played like, a big role I in the house? One dude, I mentioned one dude, Dennis, um, before. Yeah, my friend Dennis, I used to look up to him, man. 
uh, when I was younger, you know what I'm saying? Like he was a cool, like he was. Can I say the word C word? Of course, bro. Like, yeah, he was a, he was the coolest cunt, man. Yeah, like yeah, him yeah. and his brother Rob, and they used to play for a, a team called Yad. And uh, that was a Serb team, right? And uh, back in the days, it was NSL, the National Soccer League. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. On SBS and they used to get no love, you know? No love, man. Was, no love. Yeah, yeah. Because, right, um, bro, I just I don't mean to fucking interrupt, but, yeah, I grew up in a soccer house. Like, my old man being European yeah, yeah. also. Like, fuck, man. It's, oh, yeah. It was soccer. It was soccer and motor racing, you know? It was either in the cars yeah. or it was fucking soccer, man. Like, you know? Even, exactly. like, my, my dad, like, my aunts and shit would say, like, my dad, they always thought he was going to be a soccer player when he was a kid, you know? Because he just yeah, fucking, yeah. that's what it was all about. And, man, when we were kids, man, yes. Yeah, Soccer got no love. Bit on SBS, you know, a bit of like the fucking Premier League and all that sort of shit. But yeah, sorry, brother, what were you saying? Uh, and uh, they used to go like my, my dad would never let me go because he knows there was punch. I mean, the punches would be on TV. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying. You could yeah. see fights and that between like, and it was everything like everything was race back then. Yeah, it was yeah. it was race like the the race of the team would be in the name of the team like Preston Macedonia or whatever even though even the leagues lower than that like in my area the Greek team was right next door to the Maso team true like you know what I'm saying like so you could imagine you know well, what and I mean they playing then, one like, another that that was how it worked yeah they'd play against, play against each other Shit. or even like there would be other games like you could have a fight in one side and then against Masos versus someone else, and then you'd have on the other side the Greeks will be punching on against someone else, and then all of a sudden, like you, you could imagine, it's just just one gravel road. Well, the Greeks, the Greeks versus the Croatians, the, and then the Serbs versus the Macedonians. No, no, nah, nah, it would be the Greeks versus the Masos, really, yeah. and then or whoever, or whoever. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, man. Even oh, the Crows, yeah, the Crows, like the Crows used to fight the Sydney Crows yeah, in the yeah. NSL to see who's the hardest in the country. You know, it was hectic, and then they had to change their names. So Fuck. Melbourne Croatia became Melbourne Knights and stuff like that. Oh, it's it's in that Vice magazine article. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like I explain, yeah. I explain everything. Like it yeah. was all, it, it was all right. Like how's this? My cousin, right? He's half Crow, half Maso. My his dad wouldn't let him play for the Maso. Him and his brother play for the Maso team because of that. His dad was Crow, and they thought that the Masos would discriminate against them. And wouldn't give him a fair game, so he made him join the Greek team next door, and <laughs> they pumped it, man. No yeah, shit. one of my cousins went to quit, and they bought him two brand new pairs of Adidas Predators when they first ever came out, so he doesn't quit the team. Shit, fucking hell. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, so he made him play for the Greek team because he thought, because he's half crow, they're half crow. Yeah, that the Mazers will freak it, and 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 people will probably hear this and think, fuck, man, that's ridiculous. But man, back then, man, it's real. The people still punch on now, man. Yeah. You see the Serbs at a Serb game against the Albanians or whatever like that. It's 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 hectic. Yeah, in the yeah, local, yeah, yeah. Like you know, in the local scene and that. That's still there. Like that's why people think, oh, it started when the A League started and that. It's like, nah, man. Nah, as it's soon as that game, yeah. that game came here in this country, there's been brawling, man. Like yeah. brawling. You and, know what I'm saying? Like, and though, and and I mean, yeah, those those fucking. It was you know what it centered around cultural divisions almost, man. Like you know where fucking cunts yes. were from. Yeah, fuck, I didn't know that shit about it, man. That Vice article nah, that you mentioned, yeah. man. I want to get to that because that's fucking. Yeah, cool. That's a Fucking dude, that's an amazing article, man. Were you approached like who, who approached you to do that? Like, what was that all about? Uh, all right, all right. So, um, to Mahmoud and that and uh and Carnival and um, see, Mahmoud, they they he, he interviewed Carnival about that game that he made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you know yeah, the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, uh, big shout to Carney. Big shout to yeah, yeah, shout-outs to Carney, you know. And uh, he told him, he goes, man, he goes, who, who do you know anyone that's not like, you know? He goes, I want someone that's different, you know. And Carnival showed him Casual Fridays and my mood lost his shit, man. He goes, 
he goes, you got to check this dude I sell, you know, and he showed him Casual Fridays and he's like, Fly. he goes, my um, my editor or whatever, he's, he's been hanging to interview someone from this culture, you know, he goes, you reckon he'll do it? Yeah. And then, um, so I didn't know about this at this stage and we were at a grime night and uh, Frax rang me, he was out the front, my mood was there, you know. And then uh, I came out the front. He goes, check his mullet out. You know, we both had mullets. And I was like, that's sick. Yeah, yeah. And we, 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 we talked for a little bit. And he goes, look, man. He goes, I'd like to interview you, you know. And then Carnival, I was talking to Carney. And he goes, yeah, yeah. I go, who told you about me, you know. And he goes, Carnival did, you know. And then um, I was sitting there with Carney. And I said, said, thanks, man, you know. And then I, I told him, I go, look, I go, I'll, I'll speak to my crew and stuff like that and see what they say. If they're down for it, you know what I'm saying? Sweet, and I already had the song out, so my crew's like, "Do it because yeah. we know you'll do." I won't, I do won't just fight around. Yeah, yeah, and I did. You know what I mean? And then that's how that's how that came. So shouts to them, you know. Yeah, fucking a. Well, how deep well, how, were you? Still deep in that shit at that point when they did that? Nah, nah. I quit. I quit when Deborah got pregnant. See, her whole pregnancy, I still drank though. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like we didn't know. You know what I'm saying? And oh, then bro, that, I know. That's I know. Like, I know she's all so well. scarred her from that alcohol. You know. Yeah. But uh, it was hard. It was like it was either one thing. I told everyone. But by then, by that time, like I was, I was hardly ever going. You know. Like I remember my man Jade and that. He said, look, he goes, man, some of the younger generation and that they didn't even believe I existed. Because the stories were too crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were like, nah, you're just Jane the Sub, like the boogeyman. Or, or, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's funny, man. But um, it was real, you know. And uh, fuck, what was I saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, that's how I, I, I was when Deb got pregnant. I stopped going to the football, like, because I couldn't have both. No, nah, that's it, life. man. You know what I mean? I was yeah, so yeah. entrenched in that. And then, um, but football saved me, man, after Deb saved me. Deb saved me, man. And then I started going football and then. Like even like we were talking about drugs before or whatever, you know, and they're taking drugs for fun again or whatever, you know what That's I'm saying? And then, um, then, you know, we wouldn't go to games and stuff, you know, a lot of people getting banned or whatever. And me and my Jade, we've done the Jade boys and that, and we'll just sit at his house and, and we'll, we'll get wrecked, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, but yeah, I remember once, like, for example, Annie was born and we used to go to the bowls club near our first place together, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And then for the first time in, in the, ages i put on an outfit that i used to wear at the football and by halfway there deb's looking at me and she goes what are you doing and i was like i was bouncing as i was walking like because i was looking down at my sneak like my yeah. trainers and yeah dude <laughs> and i was in the outfit and all of a sudden without knowing like i was pumping myself up like as if i was walking to the ground yeah, like, yeah you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. yeah i couldn't help but you know that's how that's how hectic it was you know what i mean so i wasn't I was well retired from there, but I had I had more, like I had, it's like Jade said, you know, like casual Fridays. I put ten years in two and a half minutes. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and I wrote that song. Like I wrote I wrote the skeleton of that song in twenty minutes. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like as soon as I heard the beat, the first thing that came out of my mouth was the start of it. You know yeah. what I mean. Look, I was. I was heavily entrenched in that. You know what I'm saying. And then uh, who produced Casual Culture? That's why who, who produced Casual Friday? Sorry, I did. Fuck! Did you produce that? Did you? I did all that. I did all that by myself. Jesus! Fuck That's why it sounds up. basic. Like, yeah, the yeah. whole album sounds quite basic. It's basic. There's no hooks. Like there's no because I was doing as you know. You know, I started doing music with Bonesy and that. You know, yeah. back I was there. I remember when he first started making beats. You know what I mean? Like we, <laughs> he had a stereo that you could make beats on. A start like a home stereo system. You can make beat, a drum kit on it, like a drum machine on it or whatever, you know? Yeah, and yeah. And then yeah. I did this whack verse. Because I, like, when, I, when I first started rapping, 
I never knew people did it, really, you know, until we started going like bees and that. <clears throat> and um, so I was getting into it, you know. And then uh, and I always used to muck around with my mate Tony, Slebo dude, and uh, Shouts to Nash, you know. And um, we used to muck around and make characters up, you know what I mean, yeah. like with accents and that. You know, yeah. Nothing serious. Like, we used to just play around, you know, like just the silliest stories or whatever, you know. And yeah. then one night it was a it was a blank video premiere and then um, – that were Jeff, this dude Jeff. He was he was from Jeff Yarrable, C. you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. And then uh, he was rap he was rapping though freestyle or whatever. And I'm listening, man. I'm like, mate, this is nothing. I can do this. And then bang, there <laughs> uh, was a pause, and I started, and yeah. then I didn't stop, man. <laughs> like I used to go to drug dealers' houses, man. I, I could I could freestyle all night. I, I'd start and and. Until you told me to stop, I wouldn't stop, bro. Those <laughs> houses, and, and yeah, but it was hard for me. I couldn't. You know how it is from a, a lot of freestyle dudes and stuff. Like, it's hard to translate that into songs. Yeah, to write songs and oh, stuff. Dude, and I of course. And then you know, first I started doing sex raps or whatever, and then I wrote one like that. Then I started writing verses, and then um, then Bunsy said, "Man, he goes, you gotta stop doing it." Like I used to tell him stories about the area, my area, and that. Yeah. And then, um, Shit, I was doing, or you know, my friends were doing, or whatever. And he's like, "Dude, you guys, you gotta stop and start running about the streets." Yeah, where'd you meet Bonesy? Yeah, start rapping about the streets uh, in the city. Oh, yeah, yeah. At Flatlands, I think it was, or something like that. Yeah. I, I was sitting there, and then uh, I pulled out. I just bought nibs or something, you know. I was doing tags and that, and then um, I bought nibs. And he's like, "Oh, he goes, where are you from?" And I said, "I'm from the western suburbs." He goes, "Bullshit, I live in Yarraville." And then that was it from then. <clears throat> we started drinking every day. Oh, not every day, but, you know. <laughs> a lot then, of days. Uh, <laughs> big shouts, big shouts yeah. to Bonesy Two Blades, man. If you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about a uh, yeah, a fucking legendary Melbourne figure, man. He, um, you know, he's done a lot of work with a lot of death metal bands, a good friend to um, a good friend to a lot of us up here in Brisbane, good friend to uh, Broken Tooth and the Goons in Melbourne. You know, I think he did the um, – he did a lot of um, uh, taunts' um, mastering, I think, or maybe mixing mm. and shit like that. And, yeah, worked with a lot of death metal acts and stuff down there, like – what was his studio yeah. like to go into for the first time? Uh, it was just at his mum's house. Was it? Yeah. He used to DJ. He used to DJ. He had turntables and that. Yeah, he, and didn't then, he, uh, didn't like he I fuck was, I remember hearing I, I he- I was there from the start, man. Like, yeah, I remember hearing like he made I was it, there from the start. I remember hearing Bones, he made some fucking early beat for Brad too. Like he, like Brad rapped on some early beat by yeah, Bones well, or something like that. Yeah, he, well, here's the story. Uh, and then uh, the first time I ever went in proper studio was with- Brad Strutt and Shaz, yeah, own obese yeah. hip hop, right? And then, and then back then, that was the late nineties. They were in their prime then, rap, and like they were, you know, rainy days from Beeswax and that. Oh, like, what dude. a song, you know classics, what I mean? Like, and classics. That. And 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 you got to understand, like this is here's a dude from the west side, a wog, and they want to do a song with me, like you know, and they were like, yeah, I'll do a song with him, like they told they told Bones, you know, you know. And then uh, I went in there and I, I, I shit myself, you know, I, like I didn't smoke <laughs> that much weed all day, and yeah, yeah. And then like Shaz told me, he goes, man, he goes, no one's gonna be meth man the first time, like everyone's looking for me at the glass window, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And I was like, what? And I did my the crazy thing was I done my verse, it was a hectic <sighs> verse, man, and then and uh, I done it. Tudor at the start, like I done it, like we were just all sitting in there, like I was here, let us hear your verse, and I did it, you know. Yeah, but I think Brad ended up, yeah. And then like you got, yeah, like I remember in the West Side anyway, like just talking about that, like there was Jeff, and then uh, he showed me this dude Volk Makadonski, right? Best massa rapper I've ever heard in my life. Was he from Curse of Dialect? From Lavo originally, yeah, Curse of Dialect, man. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, the whole song was in Massa, bro. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's the best. I was like, that's it, man. It's all over. Did you you ever see that? Did you ever see those dudes live? 
Nah. I remember they oh, came yes, to... yes, I have. They came yeah, to... I have. Sorry, I have. Yeah, yes, they came to I Brisbane, have. man, and they used to, like, fucking... Like, they used to, like, fucking full go... Like, they'd come out on stage. I remember they came to Brisbane yeah, once yeah. and they played some, I think, like a triple... Like a community radio thing <coughs> up here. And, um, yeah, like, yeah. man, they were fucking... That was an interesting group, man. They were doing some, like, real experimental shit. They'd fucking dress... Yeah, yeah, hard. Like, I think yeah, no, they dressed dude, up in, man, like, like, traditional fucking sort of... Like clothing yes. and all that sort of yeah, shit. Yeah, he he wore he wore like a Macedonian war outfit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. like yeah. A, a old one. And then um <clears throat> like a, in Westside around my like I like put it this way, Jeff was rapping before me, but then all these other people that came out here and like they'll, they'll tell you themselves, like before the WGKs and before the mental hazards and everything like that, mm. it was me. Yeah. I was rapping years before then. You know what I mean? Like it was Jeff, then me. Yeah. Like that was it. If you were talking about rappers from out here, uh, this side of the West Gate, that, that's who you'll talk about first. Like, you know what I mean? Then yeah, years yeah. later came to other people. You know what I mean? And then, uh, so that was a big thing, man. And uh, But I, like I said, I was I was loose, man. I, and I, I ruined it for myself back then. You yeah, know, yeah, because yeah. I had issues and, you know, yeah, I had drug problems and alcohol, whatever. I had issues, man, you know. And let's be real. Like, this is the first proper interview, like I told you, I've ever had in this country. You know, yes, I, like, the only radio that fucked with me was French radio. Yeah, And that dude. was it. And I couldn't even understand, like, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. um, thank you for having me on here, you know what I mean? Oh, bro. So, I'll, I'll tell you anything, you know what I mean? Like, I'll be real with you. But, yeah, that was, you know, like, even Del, my man Del, he told me once, him and Tiny T, they were at Bones' house. Mm. And um, he got off the phone with me and he goes, oh, you know who that was? And they're like, who? And uh, they'll tell me, he goes, oh, he said, hospice coming here. And he goes, I shit myself. And I go, what do you mean? And he goes, oh, I heard stories. <laughs> he heard stories or whatever. And then I went there and then he goes, he goes, you just guys rap or whatever. And I go, start rapping, you know, I was like, start rapping. And then he records, I grabbed the chair. I can't remember bits of it, but <laughs> and I sat right in front of him and I just started rapping to him. I go, no, you got to rap like this or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I was like, I was hectic, man. And then, uh, it was wild. And then they become mad MCs, you know what I mean? Not because of me, you know, but, like, it was funny, man. Like, and then years later I was at this place and they, they, Tiny Ted and his brother were rapping. And I walked up to him and I was like, man, I have, that was sick. You're talking about Footscray now. And he goes, yeah, he goes, I'm here, Bungsies. He goes, I'm Ted, man. I was like, oh, bullshit. <laughs> like, I didn't even remember, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah, I hadn't yeah, met yeah. him once. And then I'd done work for the doll with his brother. And then we started hooking up again or whatever. And then, um... But yeah, man, even with Brad Strutt and stuff like that, like he always seen it in me. And, and like I remember Fraxa was, uh, Rodney P came out. Yeah, I fucking right. And uh, Fraxa was uh, supporting him. And I asked him, please, can we do Eskimo, you know? And he yeah. said, yeah, 100%, you know. I got to meet Rodney P. Deb got to meet him, you know what I mean? Like I was I was wrapped, you know. And then. Um, yeah, dude, I'm, I love Brad Rodney Strutt P, man. Yeah. Right, Brad, Brad Strutt was there. No one knew he was there. Like, you know what I mean? He came up to me out of nowhere backstage. Black hood on, you know what I mean, like incognito, and he hugged me, man, kissed me on the cheek, and goes, "I only came here to see you, brother." And he goes, "I'm <laughs> proud of you." Like, you know what I mean, like. Yeah. And so you know, you fast forward it to there, you know. That's why I don't care when people diss me, you know. It's like I've got that on my resume and stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I've dude. been on Taunts albums, I've been on this and that, you know. And, and I stopped rapping for seven years. Yeah. And then I did this song. We were supposed to do an EP and stuff. And as you know, you know, obviously Bonesy and myself, we grew apart. You know what yes, I mean? Like yeah, you know, yeah. I chose my family and stuff, and you know, and that's you know, uh, yeah, absolutely, man. That's our business. You know what I'm that's saying? It, like, that's our business. That's it. Like, when we see each other, it's all, it's all. You know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's no hate for you. Everyone goes their separate separate paths, man. That's that's age, Yeah, yeah, but it happens life. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then, you know what I'm saying? And then that music, that's why I did Walks Doing Grime. Yep. 
because then the songs that we were recording and then Kid Selzy, uh I've done a song called Drugs. That was the first rap I wrote in seven years, right? There's a, It's called Drugs. It's on Doll M for Melbourne album. Okay. Kid Selzy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, <clears throat> you know, as you know, like even Torns, from the day I met Torns and that, he said, I'm going to do a song with you. I want to do a song with you. So his first album came out and then Bonesy showed me that first album. Then on the second album, that's where I disappeared. I used to disappear a lot. Yeah. Because I used to be on the binges, you know what I'm saying, yeah, drug binges man. or whatever. Yeah, and then you, if you open up the album, you'll see in brackets, hospital, where are you, bro? Like that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. What man. on the second one? What was that, Decimation or something? Decimation Recordings? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This should be that album, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and then years later, obviously, uh, he came, he went to Moses and then uh, he heard the verse I did. He goes, how did it go, you know? And I, you know, killed it, man. And then... um. That was when A Bar Crime, he go, he sent me the beat. Well, Bonesy made the beat, and then that's how A Bar Crime happened. That's so where first that came he went from. in there, and he goes, "Look, don't get me wrong, I've known Torrance for years, but you know, you know, friends and and music." He goes, and I totally understand. Like, if if it, if it was shit, I'm not on the album. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, and that's 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 music. Like, you know what I mean? You don't want shit, but just because you might, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's different. You know what I mean? And and he heard it, and he was like, "Fuck," he freaked out. And then I wrote, because Annie was really young, uh, Deb looked after Annie uh, uh, for 20 minutes. It took me to write the first bit and then the second bit, another 20 minutes or whatever. And then um, <laughs> she took Annie out one day and then uh, Torns came picked me up. Oh, no, I went to Bonesy's and he was there. Yeah. And I didn't know he wanted to record the song and I left the raps at the flat, uh, at the unit, you know, and then he goes, oh, I'll drive you. How far is it? And then he drove me, picked it up, and then we done the song that day. And if we didn't do that song that day, it probably would have never got done. Yeah, but then, yeah. um, yeah, and then our other song, like I was supposed to do EP and stuff, and like I did the song Rest in Peace with with, with Gargs and Salzy as well. Oh, and, um yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that never came out because Bonesy's computer uh, fucked up. Ah, fucking Bonesy. You know. <laughs> fucking Bonesy. Yeah, and, then, uh, and jo- Joey told me, man, he goes, Joey Joey heard the song, he heard my verse, and he's like, fuck. He goes, this guy's he's the mess OST, man. He, he put a whole song in 16 bars, and I did, man. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. I, my verse was hectic, you know what I mean? And um, Country had that fucking iced tea uh, impression down pat too. That's one of the first uh, yeah, times I met you, man. Yeah, uh, that fucking iced tea impression, dude. Tea, you know. <laughs> but um, that's how, yeah, nah. I, and he said it, man. And uh, and then Selzy done his verse, you know, and uh, Joey's verse was killer. And then uh, yeah. not long ago, this dude, uh, he was on my show. Um, oh, oh, my God, I feel embarrassed now. Malice, yeah, yeah, yeah. He made a beat for me especially. He goes, can you do a hard track? He goes, I want to have dudes from here in New Zealand. I, I want to make a CD in there. And then um, so I wrote I wrote a song for him, you know, quite hard street song, you know, rob, yeah. you know, arm robbery style. And, and that, that's what the other song was pretty much. But like my mate's son hated it, my verse <laughs> on it. Like when, they, when he heard it, he goes, Johnny, man. He goes, nah, that's hectic, you know what I mean? Mm. And um, – and uh, uh, I tell you the verse, man. The verse had to go. Uh, uh, how was it? Police sirens blaring louder than guns firing. Your body's tiring fast, but your luck hasn't run out yet. Been getting chased for two hours, jumping fence after fence, hitting street after street, thinking fuck, what's next? Another day in the life, I suppose. Walked out to the fuck house, just a demon in black clothes, in need of some quick dough. You know how that shit goes to get what you want. You fucking trample on cunt's toes, and that's exactly uh, what you've done tonight. 
iced up arm rob charging him with a filler knife. You hit him. I can't remember the rest, but yeah, yeah, you yeah. get the drip. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was man. full street. And then some of the lines from that song I put in the song I done for Malice. That's like a tribute to the song that we done. That never came out. You know what I'm saying with Joey yeah. and that. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, my music, my music. And then yeah, I quit for seven years. I remember I rang him up and I, he was shattered. I go, I'm quitting, man. I'm leaving it to the professional. I'm taking, and I'll just, I just hit the, 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 like I used to test drugs and stuff like that, you know. What? So you, like, you I, quit I, for, I, you I, quit, I, you quit the music for seven years following the joint with Joey. No, no, no. I quit following. I did a, I did a song with a dude called Autism. Yeah, I remember and Autism every, for sure, bro. Yeah. Every, every dealer in my area had the song within one day. Yeah, they burned the CD. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, they burned the CD, and then because. I went to Geelong first time I went on stage. Bigfoot was there, and, and then um, uh, I was on stage with Bicep and him. And then that's when I ruined it again. <laughs> my music, yeah. yeah, right. That was the second time I ruined it yeah. for myself. But I, I think you know, because back then, man, I thought, man, like, like it could have been untouchable, you know. But not woulda, coulda. I hate saying all that stuff. You know what I mean? But no, I no. fucked it up for myself. You know, it could have been like the the Melbourne version of Death Row. You know what I mean? Yeah, but without yeah, all the you. money. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Without making all that money. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been that, you know, whatever. But I ruined it all myself. And then Salzy went to his house once and he said, man, he goes, that dude's too good of an MC to not have nothing out. He should start writing a free. And then I did. I, I started doing it. And then, then obviously, I mean, Bonesy grew apart man, and, you know, and uh, he was other things and busy, whatever. And then, um, Fraction one day because I Fraction was getting me into rhyme because I always loved like um, garage music, yeah. bass jungle and that. And then um, he goes, "Mindy, like grime and that." I was like, "What's you know? Show me some, you know." And then um, so I was like, "Oh, it's yeah. some dudes." Then um, Oi, Hoss, you're breaking up again, bro. I used to be here. Nah. Uh, about now. Yep, now. Yeah, yep, you're good now. Yeah, now. Sorry, I twisted the, the mic. No, you're right, brother. Yeah. You were just and saying you hooked up with Fracture? Yeah, yeah. I was at work and stuff like that, and then uh, I started writing a song, the Eskimo song, and he goes, I'll oh, try to do it to this. So then that, I done that, I recorded that. That was the first time I actually recorded with Checkmate uh, okay, since yeah, I knew him. And then um, and then Bigfoot sent me beats. Oh, for Hyde Goon songs. Yeah. And one of them was on a, a Taunts album. That one, uh, what's it called? Uh, with everyone on it, man. Everyone's on it. Um, oh, off, uh, I can't remember the name of the song. It's it's off, it's the, off the album after Concrete Slang. Street uh, Street Visions? Off Street Visions, that one? No, nah, no, nah, the other one. The one with the cartoon cover, I think, with the artwork cover. What was that one called? Hell's Burn, that one? Um, oh, nah, nah. nah, nah. That's... Hell's Burn was before Concrete Slang. <laughs> Excuse me. Fuck, Torn stops yeah, that yeah. much music, anyway, I fucking, the, I can't keep track. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, that that was on one. And then the Hand Grenades, that song. So I done those two two verses. I went to Checkers and I smashed as well. And that was like, the, you know, coming back into it. And, you know, Torn's album done well. The Concrete Slam. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, yeah, but then yeah, me and Bunch, yeah, yeah, like so we. But we what was your apart, hey? You know just quickly, then, um, just just quickly, just quickly. What was your first recorded appearance? What what was that? I always thought that was Eight Bar Crime with Taunts. 
that was the first one, yeah. Like as far as come out, yeah. you know what I mean, on the streets, yeah. yeah. Like as in distributed, like album, that was it. Hey, yeah. Black Crime. Then the uh, Dilemma from album, yeah. And then um, you and Taunts yeah, work, man. You and Taunts work well together, man. That, Good combination. Like my first rap I recorded. Sorry to cut you off. That, it was no, the no, wackest no. rap out, man. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. then like I took it to a dealer's house, and you know it, there was like like ten people dubbed it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and then, fucking but, but that song with autism, like everyone. But like all the dealers, man, in the area had that song. I don't even have that song. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I didn't even have it anymore. Yeah, everyone just took it. You know what I mean? Because I represented the hood. You know what I mean? Like I was, I was the dude. Like I was yeah. the dude. You know, that brought all those styles here and stuff like that. But yeah, but the first like major release thing or whatever that was the Taunts one. And also, you were just a fucking like you were like a breath of fresh air, man. Just a real unique voice, you know. Like just and and, yeah, and authentic was. as fuck, you know. Yeah, that's what Biffo said to me. Uh, he said, "He goes, you're, he goes, people know my voice. He goes, uh, in, uh, I'm, I'm an Aussie man. He goes, you know what I mean? He goes, I got really. He goes, you can hear my voice. You know, he raps me. He's got that, yeah, 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 strong voice. He goes, he, he goes, if I hear your voice, he goes, rap. He goes, I know that's harsh, man. He goes, in part of me, he goes, you're a wog, bro. He goes, you talk like a wog. He goes, you rap like a wog. That's right. You know what I mean? He goes, that's what I love about it. And then you know, it's funny because uh, when. That's why, yeah, me and Bones, like, the music started stopping and then um, I got, we got this laptop and had this, like, funny uh, beat maker on it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I started mucking around. Like, I, I didn't actually make the, se- like, I, I could change the sequences to how I wanted them, you know what I mean? And it had this uh, dubstep thing on there, you know, <laughs> and I was, like, making that. That's how I made the beats from that, you know what I mean? And then... um. I just, yeah, I just started doing that because I was, I was like, I'm just going to do that, you know. And then that's how that got made, you know what I mean? And then I've done songs after that, you know. I've done two songs with Posse Shot. One of them which is rare, you know. You, <laughs> two people bring out an album and it's got a solo track with someone that's not, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's like, I've got a, And apparently, you know, underground, like all, the, all their mates love it, you know what I mean? Fucking and then I did a song with Muscles and then... um. I've got songs, man. The one that I showed you, I recorded on Deb's phone, like just to show this young my man C Boogie from work. He makes beats, you know, and uh, he goes, "Oh, what do you reckon of this beat?" You know, and then I was like, "All right, man." And I had it for like three weeks, you know, and yeah. then all of a sudden, I just sat there, man, and I started writing it. And then that bit in the middle with the bit that's Deb's. That's Deb. Deb made that up. She goes, "You should say that." <laughs> <laughs> and then sometimes they like dig it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? She goes, I reckon it'll be funny. I go, you reckon? She goes, yeah, yeah, put it in. And then I put it in and then I showed someone they loved it. You know what I mean? I was but, listening, um, dude, I was listening to it in the car on the way down here this hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a sick, it's a tough song, you know what Fucking I mean? And, um, but yeah, they had casual Fridays, man. I remember I was at a barbecue somewhere and I was standing next to a Jew and uh, shouts to him, shouts to all the sick A boys and you know, TSF and all them. Uh, yep. <clears throat> and, um, Sorry. And uh, I showed him Checkers. Like, so Checkers obviously made the film clip. My mate Dell recorded the whole thing and then um, made the film clip, you know. It was final day we won. I took Checkers' uh, camera thing. You know, what do they call those little ones that people put on their helmets and that? Oh, uh, GoPro? Backflips. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. So we did it on my phone. You could hardly hear my phone. So that was I was trying to – a fracture came with me, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, done the clip – sent him photos and stuff, football photos and stuff, you know what I mean? And then um, he made the clip and then Dell came over and then 
you know what I mean? He came over as well, you know, and then um, to put, like, obviously I've always been family in that. I've been in Haigoon since 2005. Of course. 2005. Bigfoot and Taunts put me in that. You of know course. what I mean? And then Fletch Rocks. I was like, man, I just got put in Haigoon's. He goes, sweet. He goes, 100. Man, I wasn't even rapping. Like, I, I think I, and that's when I stopped rapping. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 but yeah. I was well, still you, in it. Hanging tight with all those dudes. Big, yeah, and I was still uh, I was still BTE family, but I never was like signed. You know what I mean? And then that's when he came over. They made dinner, and then everyone, you know. And then we had a barbecue, and I showed Bigfoot the clip, and the clip finished. And he looked at me, and he goes, "That's it, man. <laughs> it's on from he there. Goes, it's on from here." He goes, "He goes, you done it." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "No one can touch that, man." Now. Yeah. He goes, that's you, like the football stuff, you know. And then a lot of people didn't believe it until Salzy album launch and that's when Frax came on stage with me and no one had ever really heard Wog's doing grime I did it live on uh, Tiny Ted and uh, X Incognito's little internet radio show I'd done, yeah. done three songs on it live yeah. but no one had heard it you yeah. know what I'm saying and um, the younger dudes when I was active at the football brought the next generation with them and then, uh, like, Checkers and Bigfoot were watching in the crowd. You know, you get the tough dudes, hang, you know, yeah, trying yeah, to act yeah. hard and at the concerts. Yeah. He reckons they were, they were all standing against the wall shook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people were, st- yeah, people were stage diving. Ollie, the frax freaked out. He goes, man, you got to stage dive. Like, people were like, man, they snapped a table in the smoking room and didn't get kicked out. <laughs> because the, because they didn't. They were, I, I have this after my set, and I love them, man. Shouts to all the football Cruise, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and and uh, and uh, I love them, you know. And um, after my set, you know, the DJ usually starts spinning tracks. I was at the bar; you could hear them singing over the music <laughs> through the wall. <laughs> yeah, through the wall. They spent like a lot of money. And my, one of my best mates from here, man, Pete, he came, man. He's from the area, you know what I'm saying. I've known him since uh, school. Now, he came by himself. Fuck. You know what I mean? And he just hung with them. Yeah, it was, it was good, man. It was. It was good. Wog's doing World Grime was all right. But like I said, you know, Deborah played a big part in that, you know. Absolutely. She put her artwork and, her heart, you know, without her, man, I, I, none of this, I wouldn't be talking to you now on, on here. I feel you, bro. I feel you. It's, it's, you know it's, what I'm saying? That, like, she's, yeah, man, it's like, strength. Yeah, she, yeah. She's always been there. She's the number one, you know, yeah, support. Man. And then uh, she she encouraged me to do it. She even went back in the days, bro. Like, I've known Dev for 20 years. You know what I'm saying? We had battles, man, everything, you know. We've been together for 10 and yeah. and stuff, you know, and uh, we got a beautiful daughter and stuff. But um, even she said, man, she could always see the good in me. You know what I'm saying? 100%, and, uh, bro. 100%, 100%. Yeah, man. You know, 100%. And, uh, like, that's, All yeah, day. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah well, like, i got a, I got a, a Iraqi crackhead. From Finland, who knows who I am, man? <laughs> An Iraqi crackhead from Finland. It's fucking <laughs> Iraqi crackhead. You know what I'm saying? If that's not successful, man, what is? You know yeah, that's it, dude. Like, hey, you made it. You made it, bro. <laughs> yeah, but dude, oi, oi, go Sorry, back. I, I just rambled on for ages. Nah, fucking bro, bro, talk, man. No, no, no. That's what it's all about, man. But like going back to yeah, going back to like going back to the casual like the casual culture shit. When did you yeah, fucking? Yeah. Like when did that? Okay. Like how does that? All like right, how did yeah. you become fucking aware of like that 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 sort of you know the casual culture that fucking <clears throat> that element of fucking soccer oh. and football and all that kind of thing or football? Yeah. yeah. Well, he, well here, like I told you that here the football boy. Hey Annie, you want to say hi? Hello. <laughs> and he says hello. Hello. Yeah. Uh, 
here there was no such thing as like casuals or, or whatever. It was just like dudes punching on the football. People yeah. were a lot of whatever. You know what I'm saying? Puma, whatever. Added you know, yeah, like, yeah, what, what, yeah, what that's gazelles and, that, you know and fucking what I mean? like, whatever. Yeah, everything, bro. Like you know what I mean? Like and yeah. then uh, until like. Until it hit the news worldwide or whatever, like no one knew what it was, but no one really did that here until uh, you know, like later on, you know, I think, but maybe before the A League started or whatever, you know what I'm saying. And I didn't come into it straight away, and that's what I said, like uh, how I was saying, um, Deb rang me up. This was after my last, I've had five nervous breakdowns. This was after my last one, and just out of nowhere, she was with one of her, uh, <clears throat> friends and that, and they were talking about me, and they were like, oh, I've not seen him in ages or whatever. And my man, I'll mention him again, no. I'll mm. call him no. But um, <laughs> it, she rang me up out of the blue. You know? And that's this, that's what saved me, man. She rang because I oh, used to ring him, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, I did. I rang him up. I was that, like, wrecked from the breakdown and stuff. I actually introduced myself again. Like, I used to go to school with this dude. I knew him for years, you know what I'm saying? And he I go, it's me, it's that, from school. And then the next day, bro, he came to my parents' house. The yeah. next day with, with, you know, he was, you know, had all his gear on and and uh, he brought me these DVDs and stuff, you know, about ultras and everything, you know. He goes, I know, you, I know you've loved football since you were a kid and stuff like that. He goes, but this is what I'm doing now, you know. Yeah. And this before, like, it was real a lot of, you know, like the violence and that when they started pumping, you know, and uh, like at the A League and they, it was more, you know, whatever it was. There, there was a crew BWB, but then when I was involved in that, then we we disconnected and then they made Nomadi and I was I'm original member from that, you know what I mean? And then me and my man Jade, we made the Jade boys, mm. you know what I mean? Like the most the most hectic. Like I remember the first time I went to the football, you know, I was hectic, man. Like I had shirt from come on. These dad nikes and that, and I was skinny, you know what I'm saying, shaved head. And my mate Jade told me, like, ages, like, he goes, the first time I seen you, and this is a big, big dude, man, like, yeah. he punch on it. Like, he shit himself, man. When I walked in that pub, he's like, who the fuck did this bring, <laughs> this dude bring with him? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> it was funny. And I was overwhelmed, man, you know. I got I got brought in, uh, and, you know, a lot of love, and then Nomadi, and then we went from the bottom level to level three, as I Said pissed in the corner, I believe, many times. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, I pissed in that corner up there. And then um, it was it was Debbie's to come to the football as well. You know? Yeah. And uh, have a laugh, yeah, man, hard. You know? And then um, we used guys like would you football? We we organising punch ons ahead, or was it just like fucking like nah, just fucking going? No, nah, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like it wasn't really like that. Like no, no, like um. It was these other dudes. There was the other crew, Auto, and they, I, I think they were organising at first. There was younger dudes and stuff. Yeah. And then uh, then Auto got formed and stuff, these other dudes. And, uh, you know, they were doing more the organising. That we, uh, like, my mates from Norma, there was a few Norma dudes that, that would join in, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and then, like, but, and a few people did, you know, went down for that because it wasn't about that. And that's what, like I say, that thing, football's not about that, you know what I'm no, saying? It's not no, about that, man. Is it? And then, uh, you know, because they remade the terrace now. Yeah, and my mate's son was involved. All these other dudes were involved, and they made it. So then the other dudes, the young dudes, you know, I call them, I call them the heartbreak kids, man. A shout to all them boys. They know who I'm talking about, and they, and then uh, they're hectic, man. They're from like Frankston, and they most of them, you know. They, yeah. I love them dudes, man. They're like they're hectic, man. Like <laughs> like I'm talking, they can they can throw a grown man through a window, bro. Like yeah, and they yeah, did yeah, once, yeah. you know what I mean? Like and, yeah. And then uh, they were more organising, you know what I'm saying? And then as it grew, you know, started, started, you know, in Sydney, like I talk about it in the song, you know what I'm saying? 
and uh, you know, wasting with the cocaine and that full cocaine is like yeah, destroyed someone. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know, and not to incriminate myself, but um, you know, it's a hectic shit, man. Like, if I'm you can't find a flare, like, rob a boat. Soul shakers, or some front, shit, like. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I used to throw soul shakers, bro, from one. <laughs> One end to the other, like no you know shit. what I mean, like to the to the yeah yeah to the, in their end, just no. fucking just trying to hit some kind. <laughs> <laughs> what was, what was the most hectic game, dude? Like, like people copped it, man. Even my oh, mate Billy Bob, I think once in the head, but just like you can imagine the trajectory. Like you right. get hit by a twenty cent piece, you copping it. Yeah, you know fucking what I'm saying? A, like, fucking a. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, it's it was he was hectic. A fucking man. salt shaker, fighting, man, from know, a distance is gonna do some fucking damage, dude. Fucking a. See you later. And I'm not trying to. So I'm just saying from experience, you know what I mean? That's and, it. And, you know, like, you know, I've been broke by the Jakes, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, they wanted to make it. Even them young dudes now, they're like, because they missed out on the marching to the ground and stuff like that. And yeah. then, you know, and, man, to the people that remade the terrors, good on them because now these other dudes, you know, their bands are off, you know what I mean? They can go to the game and, and they can experience the – you know, the fun, you know what I mean? Because well, that's what it's about, man. Like I say, yeah, in that interview, I say it's, it's not about going, you can, I mean, some of the best times I've had, there's no punch on. No, exactly, dude. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. But is that, is that, is that like, still, but, uh, like, is that still a big part of, um, like, sort of uh, football culture in Melbourne at the moment? It will, like, it, it will, ne- it will never die at that. Yeah. Yeah. It'll never die. It's like graffiti or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be around forever. Yeah. Yeah. Violence was violence has been around forever in football, even before. It's still in the like, like I said, like the local leagues and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like some the hectic some of the fights there. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Still, you know, I can tell you a story, man. My mate, Dennis, the dude Dennis, man, he was young. They finished the game, mm. then the seniors were playing. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> they were playing while there was a brawl, and this dude had a guy up against the wall and stopped punching him in the head and said, "In serve, go quickly, run underneath like his arm." So they could go to the toilet and that, and then he kept on punching him. Like just that was just like not. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's that. That's in the 80s, bro. Late 80s, 90s. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then just, it was hectic, you know. And I'm not trying to glorify. I'm, I'm no, just no, 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 no. Experience or whatever, but that's it's talking not about what me. happened, what it's, existed. It's not. It's not what it's about. You know, it's about going out there having having <laughs> fun. You know, with your mates. You know, on the terrace, whatever. You know, but yeah, you know, you, you got to. Everyone tries to outdo everyone with the outfits and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a working absolutely. class. It's working class, man. Yeah, man. Know? And it's fun. And it's funny how far casual culture spread because, like, I'm a big fan of this show, Full Size Run, which is a co- like complex show. It's all about sneakers and shit. Yeah, man. yeah. You it was that Matt, Matthew Welty, or dude. Matthew like Welty, like he's all yeah. about fucking. He's like. He's, he's this fucking New Jersey kid, or he's in, probably a New Jersey kid <laughs> around our age or something like that, but he's into casual mm. culture, you know, and he's on yeah, this fucking like- sneaker show and he's always talking about, he talks, you know, the Adidas, the fucking, you know, yeah. the, man, all the fucking brands. He's wearing, I you know, Sergio. him a few times and I said, I go, I, I told him, I go, I go, mate, Stone Island and that. I go, it's not from, I go, mate, hooligans made that famous in the 80s. Yeah. You know what I mean? All the stuff. Oh, I got people trying to bag you for it or whatever. He messaged me back a few times. I showed him casual photos and they dug it. But then I, I used to show him photos of marches because they, they don't really – I don't think they do that in New York where they, they don't march nah. to the ground like that, like we do here. And nah. stuff. No. No. And he was like freaking on that, you know. Like, But I know, like I'm, I wasn't trying to be his best mate on the phone. I just wanted him to 
see to see what Melbourne it is style. You know? Yeah, yeah, because that's what and I was wondering. Yeah, yeah, and he appreciated it, man. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I wondered about. Like you know, dudes like Matt, Matt Welty and all that sort of shit. I'm like, man, like how fucking entrenched in that culture are you being a New Yorker? You know, like you're really just adopting it. You know, more so than. And I mean, I, supp- I suppose that's what we do with hip hop, man. We adopted a culture that was born in New York. You know, so there's not. You know, it's not like we can exactly. fucking. You know, we can speak on anything in that regard. But yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Anytime I watch, it, I was well, like, just, I, I just kind of bug out how far that that how far casual culture is spread because he often talks about casual culture, you know. They even had old mate from Adidas on there. You know, you think about it, like hip-hop, or (laughs) you think about the track, like casual tennis clothes, that that was made, obviously the casual culture in the 80s, right? Yeah. They changed their outfits and that so the Jacks wouldn't, Recognize like the, these guys are the ones making trouble. That were, were all the Aless and the Sergio and all that yeah. Villa, whatever. Yeah. And then you think he, uh, then you go across the Royals to hip hop, and you got Puma, Adidas. You know what I mean? Was the first, you know. And then yeah. you get the, you know, the dealers and that, and then all them they were Villa and that. You, you yeah, get a, man. You, you think velour suits back in them days? Oh, you know? dude, Cali Vegas talks about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, man. It's, it's a lot of money, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, and, uh, and then and you know, if you go back to the mid, you go right. back to the mid '80s and shit, man. You start seeing Ralph Lauren, and then through into the late '80s, into the yes. early '90s, Tommy Hilfiger and all that sort of shit. You know, like yeah. man, you start yeah. seeing those like those boutique brands being adopted yeah. in hip hop. You know, <clears throat> yeah, man. But then I stop. I remember once, um, like I still got mad pulling shark stuff and that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a lot of it, a lot of stuff I sold. And then uh, I was sitting here, man. I was watching a Jordan video, man. I nearly started crying. I was like, "Wow, that's what I always wanted to do." You know, when I was young, flights and stuff like that. And then I just like started selling stuff. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I now start selling stuff, and I was like, "Man, I just, I like, I still got fly shit." Don't get me wrong, you know what I mean? But like, that's what I was saying to uh, another dude. Like, you know, I mean, especially in hip hop or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know it, it's it's changed so much toward the look now, and you see these rappers and stuff like that. They're wearing all this fly, you know, hectic, expensive stuff and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's bro. like, man, you don't need that, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you want to be broke and starving and and spend on your, you know, buying yeah. your stuff on whatever? All my shit, man. A lot of I got an afterpay, bro. I'll tell anyone to their face. <laughs> I don't care. You wanna, you wanna diss me, diss me, war. Well, big bro, deal. I got I'm, a family. Can I'm paying family, off, man. dude. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, seriously, man. I'm paying off three different afterpays at the moment. They're all, they're all fucking shoes. You know, well, actually, one's yeah. a Supreme T. I got a Supreme T on afterpay, man. And the rest is fucking yeah. shoes. I'm paying off mad afterpays, bro. I don't give a fuck. That's how I get my yeah, hands man. on this shit. Like, whatever, you know? like, like whatever, fuck, man. man that's you how know? we maintain. We maintain this lifestyle any which way you can, man. You know, like Dallas Penn says, fresh to debt. <laughs> you know, not fresh to death, fresh to debt. You'll do whatever it is, man. You do yeah. whatever it takes, yeah. you know. Yeah, people are doing it. And if that's what they do, then, then you go for it, man. But you know what I'm saying? If you're wearing it because <laughs> you think that's what you need to, to, for people to accept you or something like oh, that, then yeah, you, no, you shouldn't no. be wearing it. You know what I mean? you got to yeah, be exactly. yourself. Exactly. Especially even, even with drugs or whatever, you know, I'm not no one's dead or nothing. Oh, well, I'm his dad or whatever, but you know what I mean? Like if, if, if you're hanging out with people and then they're, they're dissing you, if, if you don't want to do something or whatever, let's say Ice, for example, or whatever. I had, mate, I, w- I was on that before it was popular, you know what I'm saying, yeah, years man. ago, you know. Were you on a band that was um, called Shabu? <laughs> it destroyed me. destroyed me, yeah, bro. Destroy, destroyed my soul, man. So many times it destroyed my soul. It's but I'm one of the few that can walk around with my head still held up high here because I still have my morals. Yeah, man. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I never robbed no one's house or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I still have morals. I'm, I mean, I know people have been kicked out of my area, bro. Not allowed to live here. Yeah. 
and that shit. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah you know, and then uh, it's just like, man, you know, you, you just just be true to yourself. You know what, what I'm saying? Like, like, well, fuck, man, what what got you? Like, you know, was it the birth of your daughter? Was it when your wife fell pregnant? Like, what 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 was the oh, final no, man, straw? Was, what finally made you say, okay, fuck it? You know, I'm I'm done with this oh, shit. No, I was still drinking, man. Yeah. I was still drinking. I see you can ask stories, man, but people, you know. And oh, you're still drinking when I met you, man. You know, I, I was like, uh, I was drinking, man. I was doing stuff, you know, substances, whatever. Yeah, of course. When I could, and you know, this and that. Have you got me? Yeah, no, yeah, I got you, bro. Yeah, you come through yeah, loud yeah, and clear. Yeah. You're all good. Yeah, I had a bad habit, man. A bad habit. And then, like I told you, bro. You know, when you, I reached out to you and stuff. You know, yeah. it's like, what's, you know, <clears throat> what's more important, man? Mm. Exactly. You know what I mean? Family, you know, and then like, it's like, what's more important? You know what I'm saying? And exactly. when I got off drinking though, when I stopped drinking, like it was, it was the last 50, no, no, no. It was, it was one gig I did, one of Frax's gigs and stuff. And I got, I got loose, man. And that was it after that. And I fucked up, but it, no one could tell I fucked up. And then, um, you know, I was on the stage. It was my first 50-50, right? Yeah. I was on stage with Curbstomp, rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. And then uh, he came up to me after us saying, thank you, man. He hugged me. And I was like, what for? And he goes, he goes, oh, for letting me rap more. And I was like, man, I kept on forgetting my bars. <laughs> so I was too wa- Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was too wasted. And then I, I quit. I waited. And then the next one I came and I got a wheel up. You know, the DJ stopped it and I got a wheel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was on point, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll admit, you know, my mates could get uh, – I could get properly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, And, and then uh, I would have a cup of that, every, like, on Friday and Saturday night just to, to get – like, to calm my body down because it wanted alcohol so much. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And, like, yeah, and yeah. Man, Deb could tell you stories about my alcohol, man. Once bucks night or bucks or wedding party or something was or bucks or something like that, I got brought home at the doorstep. You know, with chuck all over me, man. Like, oh, do you know what I mean? What the fuck? What the fuck is that? Yeah, man. That's not cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is it? You know what I'm no, saying? Man. Like, that's not cool. And and this is real. Like I said, I've never no, no one no one knows my life. People in the hood know my life story and stuff like that. But this is my first proper interview, so I'll be real. I've got nothing to hide. Yeah, fucking people know dude. me. You know what I'm and saying? And that's what I'm it's like, about, man. Like, it's about, dude. I feel you, bro. I don't mean to interrupt, but it's about being like, you know, yeah. like it's about being transparent with these addictions, man. Because I battle the fucking same thing, man. I, I'm not even gonna lie and say oh, that yeah. I'm fucking like that. I'm that I'm off anything, but I'm definitely <clears> slowing up, and I'm trying to fucking, you know, I'm, you know, I'm trying to realize the error in my ways as well. And, and wrecked and you know just fucking man up and face those those battles yeah. man you know in your case like would like you know would you start out on the piss and then wind up on the drug like you know was it like fucking the drugs yes. and the booze were enhancing the fucking yeah. experience you know like either, his- either way yeah. either way yeah. any order yeah. yeah any order yeah. and that's why I can't have I can't have one yeah drink you yeah. know what's the point man to me that's like this I'm not one of those people who can go out and have one beer and say, oh, this is later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm much the same, I can't do that. I'm much the same. I have a fucking hard time, man. Fucking A. I feel you. I feel you. Dude, (laughs) I feel you 100%. Yeah, yeah. And And that's when my music got better, man. Like when, when, uh, when I was more clearer. Yeah. And that's that. To- that's also like, like that rapping. tolerance you build up because all of a sudden, man, like the creativity is so entrenched in the fucking substance abuse as well. You know, like it's yeah, kind of like why I stopped. Yeah, man, you they know, walk hand in hand. Fucking a. seven years I didn't rap for, not yep. one rap. Yeah, in seven years, and then I started again. You know, yeah. Then, uh, but then, like I said, they, you know, gave up a lot for me to do that, achieve my dreams and stuff. You know, she lives out here, away from her 
uh, you know, lifelong friends and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I was saying before. Like, you know, I've got her to thank because, you know, she saved my life, man. Did you life, have to? You did know you, what I'm saying? Did you have to sort of sort of isolate yourself from people and stuff like that in order to you know just get it? Yeah, you know, get shit on track. I did for I did for a while. You yeah. know what I mean? But the first time, see, this is the thing is, and my family, that's my my family loves her. You know what I mean? Because yeah. my, my my parents got their son back and my sister got a brother back. Hundred percent, hundred percent. When we when we first got together, like yeah. properly, like ten years ago. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like like I said, we knew each other for twenty. But when we first got back together and that, and then uh, the, you know. That's why they love. I mean, she's grouse anyway. You know what I mean. But like, my my parents love her, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Because she brought their son back. Yeah, absolutely, dude. No, I should be applauded, brother. And fucking congratulations to you, man, too, for seeing. You know, like seeing the error in your ways and trying and trying yeah. to make that right, man. And take, man, it takes a man. It take. It's a fucking huge step. And it's, you know, I think <clears> like. What people don't understand is those of us with like those sort of addictive personalities and you know those predilections mm. for fucking substance abuse and shit. I mean, all behaviors are rooted in other behaviors and shit like that, man. But it, fuck, it's it's not always easy, man. Like it's not always easy. Oh no, and you look, know? don't get me wrong. She's had a much more harder life than me, man. Yeah, yeah like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like like hectic, brother. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. you, like you. Like you could do a twenty-hour episode, mm, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. like it, it, and it will still only be like a quarter of it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And then, uh, and that's why, you know, and, and you know, when we became parents, man, it was hard, man, at the start. And I think we've done a good, you know, a lot of people when we got together properly the first time, you know, behind our backs, man, they were having bets how long before we broke up, yeah, and, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And look at us ten years later. Uh, yeah, bro. You know, we're here, you know what I mean? And, um, it but you know, I did my show, it. and even my show when I started doing it every weekend, you know, that was getting a little bit selfish, you know what I mean? Because mom, you know, she works every second weekend, and it's hard for us to get time, you know what I mean? So that's why I stopped yep. doing it every every week, and then every second week, I'd started doing it. But then when we started stage four and we couldn't go nowhere, that's when I started doing it again, yeah. You know what I mean? And that, now I've postponed this show because family comes first, and we want to, we exactly. want to go to. Geelong and see her sister and my brother-in-law yeah, yeah. and my, well, she's my sister-in-law. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I, I love him. You know well, what I mean? Like, man, and that kind of leads into what I wanted to ask you next in regards to doing like a fortnightly show. <laughs> like I know when, like when we're pumping this podcast and shit like that, man, and we've yeah. got this fucking shit rocking weekly, you know, a lot of the success of it is in dropping consistent product weekly, fortnightly, monthly, however you do it. It's about dropping that consistent product, being there, being in people's faces, but it does take a toll, man, because it's work like yes. you know we, we trip man we, yes. we take this shit serious you know like we're, we're trying yeah. to do something we're trying to supply a product to people to fucking <clears throat> enjoy we want you to enjoy it. we want you to engage yeah. with it but quite often behind the scenes people don't know the toll that it could be taking on family i know particularly in my regard man like you know and it's you know it's my own it's my own personal issues once again going back to substance abuse i might start drinking uh, the podcast and then fuck yeah, knows yeah, we're yeah. still drinking at 10 30 the following morning russ you know yeah. sometimes on occasion you know like those things have happened Happen, man, you know, and it's just like, man, that's yeah. not conducive to family, dude. So, how have you managed to maintain the show like fortnightly with family? Are you just kind of well, working? You just work around. That's why I do it at home because you yeah. see the music business. Like, this is the thing about music, and then uh, music seems hectic, man. Mm, mm. Yeah, dude. Like, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and, and, like, I, 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 you know, sometimes I've been that, especially at the start when I stop, and I. Uh, I had to leave. Like, oh, even case now, oh, man. I remember one. Now, there's a photo. Hold on, horse. You're breaking up again, brother. <laughs> it's 
there's a photo of us yep. on that Vice magazine article. And yeah. There's four of us sitting there, right? And then um, I, I, I lasted two hours. Yeah. I lasted two hours because I had to leave because I was almost going to ask someone for, who's got rack. Yeah, exactly, dude. Who's got a rail? Who's got a fucking beer? Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And let's and fucking I, I tee off. get out of there. You know, I was drinking. Yeah. Soft drinks, you know what I mean. I was drinking yeah. uh, Portello mixed with a uh, raspberry mixed with Coke to make yeah. it like Portello. Yeah, <laughs> like so it was an exotic drink. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? To try, you know, just try and, and trick and your brain. I had lean before I went. I had yeah. lean before I went, man. You know what I mean? So yeah. I could calm down. But then it was it's, it's it's the environment. You know what I mean? And even at gigs and stuff like that. But that's why I really got entrenched in this shoe show because I can do it at home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and. It's comfortable. It's not the hectic. You know what I mean. Like if I had to choose, I would do. I'll choose the show over music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even yeah. though I love, like I always write rap. You know, I think of raps every day. You know, you're an MC, man. You yeah, gotta keep, as they say, keep your sword sharp That's or whatever. It, man. You know what I'm That's saying? It. Like, but um, you know, I was thinking of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But like, when am I gonna do it? Dude, I work. I, exactly, it works, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it's hard. That's why the shoe show is easier because. I could do it from home, man. And after the show's done, it's like I walk in the lounge room and we'll have a lot. Uh, you know what I mean? Like yep. I do card tricks now too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do card tricks now, yeah. But you dude, know, like that's, I, that takes up my time. I man. remember, man, I remember hearing this fucking um, – hearing this interview with uh, Phil Jameson from Grinspoon. It was fucking years ago. It was like back in the 90s in, or maybe early 2000s or something. And he's talking about like yeah. how – like when they started reaching like, you know, even a minor level of success as Grinspoon, all of the sudden yeah. – because, you know, he was talking about substance abuse and being a drug addict and all that sort of shit. And he said, you know, he said, man, yeah. once they started reaching a particular point of success, all of a sudden doors just opened and all of a sudden there's just all these substances being thrown at you. And like, of course. Oh, man, I think like we can relate to it on a level. Like not that we ever achieved that kind of success, but when you do achieve certain things within a culture or as, you know, as minor, as, as big a subculture yeah. as hip hop is in this country, doors begin opening. And then all of a sudden you're somewhere and it's like, oh, bees, come have a fucking, you know, like come here, come have a cheeky. Oh, let's have a drink. Let's go. You know, and all of a sudden, it's just, it just walks hand in yeah, hand, man. Yeah. Like there's always someone with something, and it's just of too course. easy. It's too easy. All of a sudden, of you have access to everything, you know. And it's just it's fucking boom. Yeah. And then you know, like fuck, it's an easy. You know, if you don't harness it, like if you don't fucking, you know, if you don't kind of keep control of it, and very few people truly can once they get immersed in it. But like if you don't yeah, keep yeah. a fucking handle on it, man, man, it fucking it, you know, it grabs you. It gets it takes a handle on you, you know, like of course. Man, I grew up with dealers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck. Hectic dealers. I met Same. and then through them I met hectic I met, I met so many people, bro. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I said, I ended up testing stuff. Like my, one of my mates would say, he goes, mate, if you got something, give it to him. Yeah, yeah. And if it wrecks him, he goes, sell it. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was just, just like, uh, and, then, and then I used to think that was mad. Yeah. But it destroyed me. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, like if you want to party, party. I'm not I'm just, I'm not going to stand here and say, you know what I'm saying? That's Absolutely. why a lot of the younger rappers that I know, always when they achieve something, I always try and message them and say, good on you. You know, don't, like, waste your, waste your life. And That's I'll tell you right. what, there's one rapper once and then, uh, you know, Someone asked me to go have a talk to him once, and then I did. And uh, next time I seen him, he was like, man, thanks for doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because dude. the person that asked me didn't know who else to ask. And he asked me, he goes, would you do it? And I said, hell yeah, yeah. I did it. You know what I mean? Like, I, well, well, I've got nothing, you know. Of course, if I can help, I'll help. You know what I mean? That's why I always try and encourage people, you know, to, to you know, if you got something, man, just do it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. then obviously the streets the streets will get you, mate. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, if you're yeah, immersed yeah. in a, you know what I mean? Like even, 
you know, maybe you've got past stuff that's going to catch up to you and then, exactly. you know, it'll, it'll get you. Like, I know, man, man his people used to diss me behind my back, bro. Yeah. And I'm not even talking about the music scene or, or he, I'm, I'm saying, you know, when I was down and, you know, this and that, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But, and then, yeah, let's talk two years later or something like that, they're snapped on the stuff. Yeah, that I was on, or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I got people. I got there's some people even want to stab me, man, because yeah. I'm clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they and they lost it all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. people that are uh, uh, make some. You know, I see them and that they'll take. That's people don't understand. I'm not trying to say that as a singer. That's how deep I was here, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone knows. Like when it was my birthday once, one of the younger uh, libs that I know, and uh, he wrote, he goes, have a birthday to one of the last OGs yeah. from the area. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, and uh, and I, <laughs> to some normal person, I'd be like, what the fuck is that? It's like crazy. It's idiotic. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, like, and then sometimes, you know, like, I used to have an ego, man. Somebody, you get the ego as well, you know what I mean? Sometimes it comes back and stuff, and Deb tries to humble it. You know, you got to stay humble, grounded, you, you know do, what I'm saying? Because, like, you at do. the end of the day, you can walk past any house and knock on the door, and they'll be like, oh, you know, the hospitals, they'll look at you like, who the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's yeah, not yeah, like, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, like, but, but that- old, old people from the area know me, but you know what I mean? Like, like you know, I, I just I just try and uh, but also, I've tried to change, and it's been hard, you know what I mean? That's but it, I'm man. But, me, that, you know but that, hu- that humility, that fucking that humbleness that fucking change that comes with age too man like you know we're all fucking we're all fucking you know headstrong 41 man there you have it bro yeah. you know there I'm 41. You have it. that's it and I'm you're 41. a father and going through some stuff now you know what i'm saying man. and i'm trying you know yeah you're a father you're a husband as i can you know yeah yeah that's right you know what i'm saying and then yeah you know, it's it's hectic, man. But you know, like I said, man, we've both had eventful lives. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Certainly. And, and Certainly. Uh, you know, and um, yeah. But it's yeah, it changes, man. I'm for, like I said, I'm 41, man. And then uh, that's why I said, like, I'd rather do my true show. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Going on stage is sick and stuff like that. You know what I mean. But if I had to choose, I'd do my shoe show. Yeah. Yep, definitely. You know man. what I'm saying? Definitely. And I've, I've met some crazy people. I've met some awesome people, you know what I mean, on that show. You know, like I got stuff from, like, you know, Kelly and Liz and Fur King. You know, he's designing our sweatsuits uh, with fur on them. No shit. And he's never done that. Like, yeah, Fur King, check out that episode, man. My Fuck. man, Fur King. Shout out to the Fur King, man. King of Trainers, he helped me out. Like, you know, it's, it's I met all these people, man. Chris, my man, Chris, all these, all these dudes, man. Like, and, 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 um, yeah, you know, a few women from from the show now as well, you know. But you it's know, just, it's all, it's it, all. And one door, it, I'd rather do that. You know it, what I mean? I'd rather do that. Man. You know what I'm saying? I, I'd rather do that. And like I said, if it wasn't for Deb, I wouldn't be doing any of this. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, man. It's amazing what fucking what we can do now too. Like you know, like as we like you know, we all sort of start as MCs or graffiti artists or fucking blah blah blah. But like the way we can sort of transcend just those lanes man you know we're out here creating our own lanes like you know doing this podcast yeah. man like you know I've seen fucking five or six 
other yeah, exactly. podcasts pop and up look, since you, doing this you got podcast. Nominated. Look, yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, you know, you know like, look at what you're doing with what your what your show, man. You're gonna set off a fucking, you know, you're gonna set off a chain of and events. I, I, people have asked me, man, like a dude from about that. He said, "Oh, I want to do a thing on just polo and stuff," you know. Yeah. Because do more, and I'm like, nah, man. As if I'm gonna care, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> a few yeah, people no, have asked me, like, bro, we've had the same. do this? You know what I mean? It's like, nah, do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we've had the same, man. We've had people reach out to us about podcasting and shit, and it's just like, man, fucking do the lanes open go man like you don't have to fucking you know it's yeah it's not yeah just because one person's doing it doesn't mean you know no one else can fucking do it like it's fucking it's yeah, there, yeah. it's there to be done now we get the same thing man messages all the time like people starting podcasts or wanting to start podcasts and shit like that like we recently we've been included in fucking victorian jails you know like the podcast has been picked yeah. up to be played in there Slow That's and steady, mad, but yeah, know. but to fucking um, you know, to uh, I think to uh, inspire people towards broadcasting and things like that. Yeah, like, man, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's crazy what we're doing with these new media, like these new media technologies that are at our fingertips. What exactly. can be done and with them? Yeah, you know, we didn't have this, you know, when we were younger. Oh fuck no, know. fuck no. You know, I mean, yeah, you think about back. Yeah, you know, look, look at Boys B's first album, Beeswax. Yeah, that was a game changer. Shit, yeah. Shit, I don't yeah. care who said. I don't care what anyone can say, whatever they want. That was a game changer right there. Like, boom, see you later. You know what I mean? And then you had all the other ones, the Prowler ones, and you know. Yeah. But Prowler with the wax and stuff like that, the trim on wax, all the, all the other ones on wax and stuff like that, all these other uh, dudes and stuff, you know. But that, that album, when it came out, was, uh, you know, like, that was the game changer. Game man. changer, man. 100%. 100%. And that's the point of what we do, man. And like, imagine you had Instagram then, you know, and, 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 and this, like, YouTube. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's like, that's why I tell young dudes and, 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 uh, if there's females or whatever, you know, listen and whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you got the talent, man, and, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and if you're involved in the streets and that, and, like, if they, if they're your real friends, man, they'll push you to stop. True. That's exactly right. Doing that. And I know it's hard. You know, I know you can't just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like putting on a jacket. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to stop wearing that jacket now. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. can't, it's not as easy as that. It's not, man. You know what I'm saying? But if you've got the talent, man, and uh, you got all this opportunity now, you know what I mean? Back in the days, there was no real money in hip hop. You know what I mean? Until, like, who, who, who made the biggest cash? Probably Hilltop Woods from back in the days. They were yeah, around. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, you know, like, I mean, you know, it's like, you know, there was only this, there, was, there was the fuse, you know, yeah, and yeah, you had the lazy grays and, you know, all the, you know what I mean? All these MCs, yeah. you know, imagine like all this stuff was around then. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, dude. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop was fully underground, man. It like, was, you man. Know, it was, it was, it was underground and it was mad. It was sick. You know what I mean? Like, it was mad. I'm, well, dude, like, it, was, it was crazy. But yeah. like, you, could you imagine if there was all this stuff, you know, back then? It'd just be a different you know beast, I mean? like, man. It'd be a different beast, you know? Like, it'd be fucking, you know, maybe it wouldn't be as pure, you know? Yeah, it's just, it, it, fuck, man, you can't even you can't even imagine. But what made it you so- You can't. It's, what, it, what, it's, it's changed so much. And that's what music, made it so you know beautiful I mean? to like, us. That's what changed. made it so yeah. amazing, you know? The, the fact that you had to fucking, you had to dig, man. You had to find it. You had to yeah. fucking look for it. It was subversive, you know, like I mean, we had the hype exactly. twins on last week, man, and the hype twins are fucking no exactly. strangers to drugs like, and all that, that sort of thing. Magazine, you know, what you I mean? know that like, dude, massive. that was our Instagram before Instagram, you know, hype magazine, like it was exactly, fucking, you know, all that sort you of shit. You know what I mean? Like, you had B boys back then, you know, like we could force breakers, and yeah. what was the Brisbane one, um, B boy all stars, yeah, B boy all stars, man, rapid fire, B boy all stars, yeah. man, yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Like, Straight I remember, up. man, watching them on Hey Hey. 
Saturday, bro. Yeah, dude, fucking hey, absolutely, man, absolutely. Do hey, you remember that? B Boy All Stars one. Hey, hey, Saturday. I didn't I see B Boy All Stars on Hey, hey, but I remember it, man. I remember I'm fucking. Pretty, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was them on Hey, hey, man. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't surprise me. I, man. I know there was one group. Yeah, I know there was one group. Oh, was it B Boy All Stars though? I don't think it was B because we've had Catch on and shit like that. I don't Catch know, was man. an original member. I don't know. Don't know if they were on Hey Hey. I don't know. I can't but remember. They did. Maybe Fuck. ask him, man. It was someone. It was some. I think it was two, man. It was one to do a head spin and, and something like that. I think it was even on Red Faces or something. <laughs> or, or something like, I can't. I can't remember. I swear, but I remember seeing like B boys from here. Yeah, dude. It, you know, and it's like, wow, sick. You know what I mean? You get pumped, man. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I or even Rage, man. When they, when they played mad hip hop, of tracks. course. Of course. Rage, you know what I remember I'm saying? Seeing like, Jazzy, you know, dude, I remember like, seeing Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince on Hey Hey and fucking, I, I remember fucking, what do yeah. you call it? What was that fucking, what was that Sydney group? Um, Sound Unlimited Posse. They oh, were on Hey Hey Saturday, yeah, I'm Santa pretty Unlimited sure. Yeah, Sound Unlimited Posse. There was, you know? what was that other one? Brethren or something? Yeah, dude, there was Brethren from Sydney as well. Yeah, man. Made a base yeah. of breath. Like, you know, like fuck all those, you know, that sort of fucking ear or whatever. I mean, Sound Unlimited yeah, Posse, man. they kind of did it pretty big at, their, at, at, at that time, I think. You know, they did, memory. man. Yeah, yeah. And what was the, oh man, what's that Sydney rap? Well, Unique's in the. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, you of course. I mean? like, of course. Of course. Legends. Like that's, that's, that's got to, like, that's, you know, come on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's but, it, man. Like, imagine like, if social media had have existed for those groups at that time, you know? Like, yeah, you know, they, they would have done so much more. They would have, you know, but then no, no one gets in it for the money at the start. Nowadays, they probably do a lot of them, you know what I mean? Just to make, which is fine, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if it wasn't for people like Master P and that, you wouldn't, there wouldn't be no money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, like it, I mean, look at that dude, for example. Like, what a gun. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, look at his life, man. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's. Yeah. But, but um, then you, but then you can predate. Yeah. You can, like you said before, with the death rows and shit. I mean, you can predate Master P to Suge Knight. You can predate Suge Knight to fucking yeah, like yeah. Sylvia Rhone with with um fucking was it Sylvia Rhone with um oh who was it the ran fucking um what should we call it um fucking cold chilling and all that sort. Of, I can't remember. No, not Sylvia. Yeah, yeah, Sylvia yeah. Robinson maybe okay, I think. But you know, like there were all these you know what fucking I'm look what he did. You know? the, exactly, man. There were all these fucking like dudes that knew how to sort of fucking Types. dude exactly work the system, yeah. fucking jacket, and then you know, but. Man, it's just yeah, it's it's some crazy shit, bro. But like, you were also like one of the early sort of proponents of grime, Hoss. You were in there early with Fracture and everyone like that, man. Like seeing where things have gone. How do you see how that fucking, you know, how that how that kind of like, you know, I mean, it's not even a it's 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 its, it's own genre. It's not hip hop like grime music. How do you like how do you rate that now? I mean, you put out Wogs Wogs doing grime the whole bit, man. Yeah, you were there yeah. early. You know? I told them when I did that, like, but but that, yeah, yeah, that was a while ago now. But um. Well, obviously, they he brought that here. Like he's the king of that here. Oh, for you know sure. what I mean? Like, 100%. Yeah, all them and Smash Brothers were the first group and stuff like that. And then, uh, so they really influenced you. Like, I knew Diamond Murky, 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 but when I met him, I never knew that they were in Smash Brothers. When yeah. I met when I met Dime for the first time, we had a birthday, and I rolled him this massive spliff. And I didn't even know him. I go, I'm just gonna roll. I go, you look like a cool cunt. I go, I'm gonna roll his spliff, and he was tripping out, you know. And ever since then, we've been grouse mates. Yeah. But um, when I from how when I seen it, the first 50-50 and then you get the grow and then the younger dudes are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. This It's, yeah, like I said, it's crazy, man. It's good. Good on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. I, I, it's cool, man. It's cool that this, you know, but like don't don't waste it. You know what I mean? Like don't yep. waste this opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like because you got something to do. You know what I mean? And then like if you're making bank off this, man, Fuck all the other shit, man. And yeah, if they man. don't want to roll with you, see you later. I yeah, see yeah. Master P in an interview say, you know, he had to he had to cut off 
a lot of people because fucking dead he weight. He could have moved forward yeah, with man. them. You know what I'm saying? You like, can't carry dead like, weight, if man. Real, if, if they're your real friends, they should be encouraging you to get the fuck out of the streets, man, and yeah. do this. And yeah. if you want to take them, take them with you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. It's grown massive, you know what I mean? The grime. Yeah, it's like, fucking especially here, and that's all. It's all for fr- man. Without Frax, man, that wouldn't be. It wouldn't be happening. Hundred percent, hundred percent. People like man. him and him, Scotty, and then uh, you know, Murky, rest in peace, and, and Dime, obviously. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the Frax, man, he's the thing, one that like, you know, like he used to show me photos, man. There was fuck all dudes or people at, at, at events, you know, and then they would be spitting grime and stuff. You know what I mean? Well, like, he, cre- he created his own lane because I suppose initially, like, he was kind of involved. Like, we've had Fracture on the show, man. We had him back, like, yeah. fucking epic, man, like maybe episode 10 or 9 or 8 or something, like, early on, man. Mm. But, and, you know, and he was saying back then, man, like, he'd be doing Reason shows. He'd be doing fucking Bliss and Essence yes. shows, Phrase yeah. shows. Yeah. But, you know, then eventually yeah. they just, you know, they just fucking create their own – they created their own lane, man, and fuck. It was the lane, man. man and look it at it like, now. Bro, it was Everyone a tsunami that followed, you know? <laughs> like, it was a tsunami of artists that followed the yeah. lane that they created. Yeah, yeah. Hands down, hands yeah. down, created, man. No one Everyone, can take that man. from it, man. What they brought here and, you know, what they did. Like, fucking unbelievable, man. And that's where, like, you know, that's where a lot of the sort of younger generation now are kind of sort of finding their footing now. Yeah. And I suppose. And then there was that, uh, the first clash, you know, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. There man. you go, with one band righty. I've got to say shout outs to both of them. As well, and uh, yeah, but when, when I was talking about issues and that, actually, Mr. Righty helps me out uh, behind the scenes. Ah, uh, with, with the show, show. Hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he gets me the the video to put on YouTube. To, to, without him, it wouldn't go on YouTube. So big shout out to how him. Does he, how does how does how does he do that? What he just records them for you and uploads them? No, no, he he gets it. I'll send it to him. On oh, Instagram, right. yeah, and yeah. he'll take. I don't know how he does it, man. He does it somewhere. It takes him a couple of minutes. He said, and then. He sends it to me, uh, and then I, I I save the video, and then I'll put it on. But oh, yeah, like that, there's there's that grime clash, the first grime clash. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and shouts yeah. to both of them. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, one, like I remember once, one but the first time I met him, he was on stage. He wasn't even rapping then, like not yet. Anyway, I was on stage. I was rapping with uh, I can't remember who else. Uh, a few Sydney dudes, and then. Um, like you just see the you know the hypeness in his in his eyes and stuff like that, and then uh, you know, I you know I like I said, man, every time they achieve something, like all them dudes, Shadow, Menace, all, all yeah, all of them, yeah. all of them that I know, you know, the ones I don't know, I don't know, you know what I mean. But if yeah. I know you, you know, uh, I always send messages and try and you know what I'm saying, Encourage, say good on you, congratulations. That's I'm it. an old dude, you know what I mean. I'm an old school dude, so I th- I feel it's. You know, we should be encouraging them. You know, unless they're dickheads. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you want to be, if you want to be a dickhead, be a dickhead. Whatever. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. I, I couldn't care less. At the end of the day, you know, yeah. I don't really go out searching for one. I'll listen to. I mean, it doesn't bother me. Like, I'll listen to Ice T for the rest of my life if I had to. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't. <laughs> It'd yeah. be happy. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah, like, what, what? You know what I mean? Like, what's your favorite? What, what's your favorite Ice T album? What's your pick? My favorite Ice T album is probably uh, <clears throat> uh, the Iceberg album. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Freedom of Speech. Just watch what you say. Yeah, fr- just watch what you say. Yeah, man, yeah. That yeah. would be my timeless that would probably words. Be my favorite man. That, the, in- that, the, the intro to that album how, too love, with Jello Biafro. I love, I love Ron Pace, man. I love all of them. Yeah. I love all of them, man. Yeah. Except uh, I, the Iceberg 2006, I think it was, or whatever the last one. You know? Oh. With him and Coco on the front cover, that's oh, all right, man. But I like, I like all the ones. 
I like, I like the Seven Deadly Sins and you know Ice T Six. That 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 really that, I don't that didn't get the recognition. I just I think it deserved. You know, did you like, all joint? of them are sick? OG everything. No, man, no like, OG man, Home Invasion. Like yeah, they were all great. Yeah, albums, Home man. Invasion. I got invasion. the Black Men of that. You yeah, know, you do like, too. Fuck, you show me that. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Fucking a. Yeah, I remember Power was the first Ice T album I ever got, man. And fuck yeah, yeah, it was yeah. crazy, man. Did you ever hear that shit he did with Cool Keith? What was that called? Analog Brothers yeah. or something like that? Did you ever yeah, hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 sick. Like, he's like, that's my my top four. Like, if I had to do a top five, it depends what era. Was, you know, if you want to go earlier, you know, you got your Grandmaster Kaz and your Melly Mel stuff. You know, of course. And uh, but that era with the ice, you know, it, it's it's hundred percent ice tea at number one. Tracy takes you know, the goal. Keith Rakim, yeah, yeah. Keith Rakim and. Uh, you know, LL, early LL. You know, I used yeah. to love LL Cool J, man. I still do. But I still do, I, up too. Up to 14 shots to the dome. Oh, I can't. Up to 14 shots to the Fucking dome. Fucking I lost track. Yeah, you know, man. Because fourteen, you know, dude, fourteen shots to fourteen shots to the dome contains one of the worst fucking hip hop songs of all time. Pink cookies in a plastic bag <laughs> getting crushed by buildings, you know. But oh, he still had joints yeah, on yeah, there, man. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah, it had joints. Yeah, he yeah, had joints. You know what I mean, like walking with a panther. What an album cover. You know oh, what I mean, bro. Like, like, and they had their little thing riff. Bigger and deafer. Nice tea, you know. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, you know, I'm bad. You know, pick your puck, save your breath. That's weak shit. Dude, from weak rhyme and the man, weak rhyme. Fucking you know, said knock you out that album. Then he this is in bag and you know. Oh, straight up, it was good, man. What was his? Yeah. What was the diss track? On? Was, what was, was it? Rip the Jacker? It was Rip the Jacker on that, wasn't it? Where he goes at Ice T and Cool Mo Jack D. Jack the Ripper, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's Jack it. The, no, he goes at Cool Mo D more, but he does Ice T a little bit in there. But yeah, because he talks about Cool Mo D. Yeah, he talks about the power cover and all that sort of shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then he then like, years later, the Ripper's back or whatever when he destroyed Cannabis on that's... the. I mean, Cannabis' song was you know, and then the whole story around that. He told him, man, if you want to do it, do it. You know what I mean? But yeah. like. That's right. You know, because when he when he goes cannabis, the one the best line in that song, man, is like when cannabis says to him, he goes, he goes, oh, ninety nine percent of your fans wear high heels, and then he says, ninety nine percent of your fans don't exist. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? To cannabis, yeah. and that's like wow. He man. pretty much like, deaded cannabis, just, man. He, he pretty much killed he it. deaded it. Yeah, he he he. I mean, cool J, man. cool J is cool J, man. Come on, you know what I mean? Like, but like I said, after fourteen shots, like I that was, you know, nah. That, that, that's it for me. Man. There wasn't and, much happening uh, after that. Uh, but you know, like, nah, not, not for me. But like with Cool J, man, like, I think we've spoken about it on this show before, man. Yeah, like, he's, on, he's on my a, show. He, dude, well, exactly. He's a dude that's transcended generations, man. I mean, this is a dude that released his first single in what, 85? I Need a Beat, you know, Rick Rubin. Yes. And yeah, then he yes. was still, he was doing, he was on like a Pussycat Dolls remix in 2005, you know, like 30 years yeah. later, man. He's still fucking pumping mute. Like, he's still relevant. He's fucking, yes. man, the cunts probably never look better. Like, the cunts. 50 something he looks fucking fuck yeah. like he's probably 35 or some shit doing TV mm. like man like LL Cool J is the goat dude like he is fucking in my hands he doesn't have to be your favourite yeah, MC okay. but he's pretty much one of the he has to be up there amongst the greatest of all time the greatest to ever do it because in terms of battling man fuck man I, like, I, I think so the I cunt so, was man. Man. I think so he's up there oh, that's why like in my state like he always been my top five but yeah. ice is number one for me yeah, yeah. Like, ice holds you know what he, he actually holds a record for uh uh, the only Af- the longest running African American actor on a single TV show. Oh, what with ever. It? with fucking um, what's it called? Ice T with on the Law and Cop Order. Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is yeah, it Law and Order? Yeah, he holds the record. Yeah. Twenty five seasons, I think it is, isn't it? Or twenty seasons, twenty something seasons. He holds the, like not record, but he's in the Guinness Book of Records <laughs> or something for it. He's he he's the only African American uh, actor that's held 
been <laughs> acting consecutively on on the same show for that many years. Or Holy that. fuck! Jesus Christ! And, uh, Crazy, huh? Yeah, Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Without the fucking Bill roofies, Cosby. without yeah, yeah, the fucking date rape. <laughs> yeah, holy, exactly. Holy shit. Well, dude, listen, brother, we've had you for fucking close to two hours now. I mean, what, what's going No worries, man. Thank what, you very much. No, man, it's been an honour, brother, and it's fucking, it's just great to hear your story, and I thank you for fucking sharing it with us, man. But, like, you know, what's, what's the future hold, Hoss? Music, his shoes? Like, let us know what's coming up. Oh, look, yeah, just, just, just the show, man, you know what I mean? Yeah. Trying to be a good good partner and a good dad and yep. you know uh music i mean once i get a chance i'll, I'll, I'll record like that song i want to record that song i want to do it i want to do a clip for it yep and uh i gotta record the song for malice because i promised him you know what i mean and you know uh i've got songs man you know what i mean that i've written ages ago that, that can be recorded but you know like i said man like it's 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 a little bit toxic, man. The mu- you know what I mean. Yeah, you can yeah, get yeah. toxic the music, music, and then uh, so I'd rather stick with my. I'm just gonna do my show. You it, know what I mean. It really, can be toxic, mainly, but it, do- it mean, doesn't like, need to be toxic either, man. It can be cathartic. Nah, like, you know, you can use. I'm sort it. of like a lone wolf in the music. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. H- HG and stuff like that on BTE and stuff like that. But like, um, you know, I'm sort of like a you know, you know, I do my own thing, man. You know what I mean. Like, and then uh, you know, I love all the boys and they, you know, but um. You know, I'll just do I, – I, I'll probably just my show, you know. But th- thanks for having me on. Like I told you, like no one ever – when the Wogs Doing Grime came out, I know Checkers did all the good and stuff like that, but no one ever hit me up. Yeah. You know what I mean? No no promo interview, no nothing. There. And I was on – I'm BTE, you know what I mean? And, and you know, at the start, I was like, oh, it's a bit weird, whatever. But then I thought, whatever, because then that dude from the French radio hit me up. And he's like, I want you know – and now he, that was on a hip-hop show, Global Movement. Like, and it was a grime – they played a grime song on it. They never – I played a grime song on that show Fuck. ever before, and then they talked about me for twenty minutes. So I want to thank everyone in in the room over there. Thank you for having me on your show because this is the first. Like, apart from you know, Mahmoud when he did the voice story on me yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. but that was more football. Yeah, you know? but and this dude, is and- this is no one's ever asked. Like this is the first in the you know what I'm saying. Like oh, I do man. Like proper interview. I always you know. knew, man. I was always like, fuck, I gotta get Hoss on at some point, man. Like you know, you've got a great story, <laughs> dude. You know, like and fuck, just knowing you on a personal level. And once again, like for fucking those listening, man, just Google Hospital Horrible. Like find that fucking Vice article. It's easily <laughs> accessible. You'll find it anyway. Simple Google will fucking bring it up. It's an incredible read, man. Great interview. You can see Casual Fridays on YouTube. Um, dude, before we go, man, I did want to ask you one thing. Just back to the lifestyle. Yeah. Back to the culture. Give me your top three favorite sneakers. Sneakers? Yeah, man. Give me your top three. The Adidas added, Rome. That's my favorite shoe, man. Yeah. Jordan 5. Ooh, Jordan 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can never have it, man. And <laughs> I wasn't expecting and, a Jordan uh, 5 in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. That Definitely, man. Definitely. Word. But the Adidas Rome, the original Rome, the one that they made, the, obviously, after the Rome Olympics and that. Like, it's a very old shoe or whatever. But yeah. um, yeah. that, Jordan 5, uh, and probably, man, uh, man, you know, it could be probably the first Air Max, man, I reckon. That's, yeah. that's a classic shape. The Air Max 1, the 87. Uh, or maybe Adidas Torsion, you know, the original Torsions yeah. that yeah. came out. They're sick. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I it's can't, hard to nail I down. Have, eh? I, I don't have one. No, and it'll no, change tomorrow, bro. Three. But the first top two, the top two would be the Jordan Five and the Adidas Rome. Which 100%. five, man? Any particular? Any any particular Jordan Five? The, the first one they ever came out. With the fucking the black uh, the black metallic one, or the fucking white fire red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both. both. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, they all dropped in the never, same I, season. I, I think there was had, fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never had. I never had them. I yeah. never had them. And probably the Jordan Twelve because that was the first Jordan I ever owned. Yeah, true, 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 true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, shout out, my shout out to everyone that I know from Brisbane, Gaz, and you know, Lazy, all them, you know, Lins yeah. even, you know, what I'm saying, oh, like, man, big, he's man, the best, big, he's the best, bro. He, big L Rock loves Casual Fridays, man. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> bro, he, he loves in, that joint. He was in Colombia. He was in a Colombian hotel. <laughs> yeah. Partying with these dudes showed me a video and what, what song was pumping. That <laughs> Casual song, Fridays. you know what I mean? He showed them all this. So he goes, Oh, you just see, wait, you know. But yeah, shouts to Gaz and all them, yeah, like, big shouts to Gaz, you know, proof and everyone, and everyone that I, I haven't mentioned, you know, sorry, but this is my first proper like interview, so I, I you know, oh, I'm dude. sweating too, man. It's, it's hot as well, but bro. The first of fucking many, man. The first of many. Well, fuck, your first proper interview, can't you've done 33 of them? Like, fuck, you've done 33 of your own interviews, <laughs> man, and I'm honored oh, to have yeah, been a part of no, yours. No one's ever, yeah, no one's, no one's ever, uh. Yeah, like I said, no one, no one ever got at me. You know what I mean? Which yeah. is fine. I don't care. Like, you're like, fuck, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Who gives a shit? You know what I'm saying? But like, you're the, you know, and this is a mad podcast. You know, the best one. Yeah, man. And, uh, to be a part of it, thank you very much. Nah, you know? dude, fucking, oh, man, I appreciate you fucking coming on here and sharing your story. I mean, fucking, man. I suppose that's, you know, fuck. Thank you so much, Hoss. Thank you for everything, man. Thank you for uh, all you no contribute. Worries, man, my pleasure. You know? Thank you for all you do. We'll no just hang, hang in there for a second, brother, and we'll fucking we'll wrap it up. But, yeah, man, this has been Beers, Beers Beats and the Biz for another week. That was Hoss but the Horrible, a.k.a. Hoss Flair. Once again, find his music. Find Wog's Doing Grime. You can go stream it. You can purchase it off the uh, Broken Truth Entertainment website. I think it's about yeah. seven seven bucks or something, man. Seven bucks well Some worth spent. Man. man, character, absolute character, man. A candid dude, a beautiful fucking human. Shouts your family brother thank and you man once again thank you. thank you for being involved with beers beats and the biz another episode thank you bam baby